Bendis is coming. Uh, I'm sick of this bloody advert. (laughs) I I love it. Joe, I got to the third book, and you know, because it's start at every single book this week. I got to the third book, and I just like, okay, I know how I'm opening the show this week. Then, <laughs> well, see, in in print, it comes in the middle of the book, ah. so it's like a, it's like a reminder. <laughs> Getting halfway through, halfway through, halfway through your Batman, eh? just bed. This is coming. Uh, credit to him, he did tweet out that he's aware of how stupid it is, and he's made all the jokes himself. So, uh, you know. But still, every single like book it. still It feels like a throwback that. to a simpler time. So, you know, just... When you could say someone is coming without someone giggling and saying, hey, just joke. Well, there's, there's that, but, you know, I'm just saying, like, the, the it's like a billboard. <laughs> you know? So, uh, if I had the money, I would put up a billboard across from Connor's house. Oh, yeah, there you go. That, that'd be the Thankfully, there are no billboards. Build one. You just pay, pay, uh, pay, yeah, you've got the money for a billboard. You've got, got uh, the money to build a structure to put it on. Hey, hey, you need planning permission. <laughs> you you, you got to get. You can't just build things on the street. Uh, well, I mean, it'll take a few days for them to notice and like, come and send someone to take it down. So it'll be there for a few days. <laughs> that's, that's my plan. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in on this, Matt. We'll chip in. Yeah, let's let's do this. Patreon goal. Oh, I'm yeah. so glad you guys don't know my address. <laughs> Bill, billboard across Connor Street, so yep. we can torment him. Give Pete enough time, he can find it. Yeah, I'll find it. Uh, so, Wait, actually, all we need to do is offer to send him a bottle of booze, and he'll just give us. His <laughs> <laughs> it's true that would work. Yeah, that would that work. Would yeah, work. what's the what's the address, Connor? I didn't, I didn't post this booze to you. He's like, oh, it's this. It's like, ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you, if you offer things, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm just going to give up that information. No questions asked. Secured it. Uh, this is a DC Comics podcast. I'm Peter, and I'm joined by Matt. Hey, what's up? And Connor's here too. Yeah, yeah, I'm here. Uh, I love that. I love that. Maybe his drinking problems become a, a thing to point and laugh at. What's <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, all drinking problem when he's watching Arrow? I mean, <laughs> the rest of the time's kind of fine. <laughs> Yeah, there there is no problem. I, I enjoy a casual drink here or there, and I get slaughtered for Arrow every week. That's about it. Oh, this episode just about killed him as well. Oh, dear. Oh. That, that was a bloodlust. Uh, there was something else, though, that made us laugh more than Arrow's done in about two years. Oh, no, we actually had to stop, because I, I was just laughing too much. I couldn't I couldn't carry on it without was, recovering. Yeah, th- it was something, it was something else, but uh, we're going to talk about that today, we're talking about comic books, we're talking about DC comics, and coming up on this week's show, we have Batman 42, Superman 42, Justice League 40, Green Lanterns 42, Green Arrow 38, Nightwing 40, Deathstroke 29, and Batman White Knight number 6, that's what's coming up on the show this week. But, we also have news, because we can't go a week without DC announcing a new imprint or line of books in some way. <laughs> It, it may be Zoom and Ink. It may be uh, your your what was the Jinx World? Jinx and World. What was last week? Last week was a uh, Sandman Universe, yeah. mm-hmm. right? You yeah. know, we keep getting new lines of books. It keeps happening, and once again they've announced something. And Joe, you know what's funny about this one? As I saw a tweet about this before I read the whole story, and I just I saw a DC Black Label announced, and I thought. Oh, they did like a DC line of booze or something. Oh, that's, not, that's not something I care yeah. about. I'll just ignore it. And then later on, I actually saw it and I saw the list of things that came along with it and the names that were attached. I went, shit, this is a big deal. 
I'm just surprised you know that Black Label is a, is a type of whiskey. I'll, I'll be honest, I'm surprised too. I'm surprised too. But uh, so here's here's the here's the news. There is the news. We'll talk about the books themselves in a minute. Well, I'll give you all the descriptions and what they are. But basically, this is a new line, and honestly, it's reminding me a lot of what All Star was supposed to be back, you know, a decade mm-hmm. or so ago. Uh, and there is a bunch of creator focused books where they'll take a character from DC Comics and they'll do an out of continuity story. Uh, and then it specifically says as well that the format of these books will be dictated by them and how they want to do them and how it fits with their schedule. So some of these might be monthly books, some of them might be prestige books, some of them might be just straight graphic novels. It's, you know, it's going to mix and match of everything based on what they want to do. Um, it's also worth mentioning they said these could have a mature tan, uh, you know, bent on them. They don't have to, but a lot of them I, might. I keep seeing people use the word edgy. Yeah. And I don't know if that's come from DC or if, if someone put that in and then everywhere else yeah. has run with it. I think what that means, though, is that if someone wants to do a hard R-rated Batman, they can, but they don't have to do R-rated for any of these if they don't want to. You automatically go to Batman, but with some of the names mentioned, I don't go to, to Batman. Now, admittedly, yes, yeah, so there's one where I'm expecting to go hard R that shouldn't be going hard R, but we'll get to that in a minute, Matt. I know you yeah. want to talk about it. Uh, but So, yeah, it's going to start. the first one is going to start in August. That We only have like a rough date, and by rough date, I mean August, for one of them. Unfortunately, it's the one that is by far the least interesting of the books. However... That's what's happening. Mm-hmm. So, let's talk about the books. Let's talk about what the, the Black Label books are. Uh, so the first one, the one that's launching in August, uh, it's going to be three issues. I'm going to make a guess and say they're prestige issues, just given that it's three issues and who's involved. Mm-hmm. It just makes sense to yeah. me. That's probably the case. They don't, they don't actually say that, though. That's just kind of a hunch on my part. But uh, So the first one is Superman Year One. And you're like, oh, well, hold on. before we get to the names, right? Before we get to the names, you're thinking, all right, we've got a lot of Superman origin stories. We only did another one, but what? who knows? Who's on it? Maybe it could be worth reading. <laughs> Frank Miller's writing, <laughs> and John Romita Jr. is doing the art. I think. It what did. is what is things I won't read for four hundred, Alex? It's. I mean, it's worth saying we knew about this one already, right? We we heard about this months ago we did hear about this i'd forgotten about it though because and shot it there's there's a couple of other things we'd heard about here as well uh that have either mutated or they're just part of this line now uh yeah this is the one that i'd forgotten existed though and then when i read it again i went shit (laughs) i was i was happy forgetting that existed but uh i'll I'll read the the blurb here for it a groundbreaking definitive treatment of superman's classic origin story in honor of his 80th anniversary this story details new revelations that reframe the man of steel's most famous milestones from kal-el's frantic exile from krypton to clark kent's childhood in kansas to his inevitable rise to become the most powerful and inspiring superhero of all time um you know even the word exile yeah (laughs) it doesn't you know fill me with joy yeah um Honestly, what's sticking to me out uh, to me about this beyond beyond the obvious, like Frank Miller's going to butcher what Superman's supposed to be, and then the horrible JRJRR uh, is just that. Well, I mean, Bendis' Man of Steel that's about to start is kind of going to do the same thing, and yep, yeah. And even if it, you don't like him, like Connor, I feel like you're probably a lot more optimistic about how he's going to treat the character. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> like you may not like how it's written, but you won't be like, oh, he's butchering the character of Superman. It's you know. No, no. That said. I actually want to read this more out of just I need to see what this is. Oh yeah, the train wreck. Well, it's factor. a car crash. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. I will not be reading it. 
And no one can make me read it. And that, that, you say that now. That's fine. Uh, so announcing the new Patreon tier, which is Matt's Corner. Uh, nope. <laughs> there there's no... The money that it would take for me to actively read this is the same amount to put a billboard up across from Connor's house. Matt, name your price. I'll, even if no one takes it, I'll put it on the Patreon as a joke. Go on, what, name your price. Oh, let me do some research and I'll get back to you. <laughs> what would it take to pay off the mortgage? Let me see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, 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 nah, yeah, I think me and Connor will read this, the first issue when it comes out, just for the train wreck quality. I, I need to. I need to, I need and to let's know. Let's be honest, I'm kind of looking forward to telling Matt what's in it. I'm looking forward I, to I'm, delivering assuming, that. Assuming Matt doesn't cave and just read it anyway, because we know what he's like. He says this yeah. all the time. Well, he won't I've read, had, it. I won't read well, it. One of my closest friends uh, read the, what was it, Dark Knight 3, whatever it was called. Uh, Master Race. Master Race. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he's like, actually, you know, it's pretty, you know, Superman-focused, and it's not a bad read, and I'm not reading it. No, so. no, I actually heard from quite a few people that that was actually quite good. So, so I, I, I haven't read I myself, but uh, yeah, I never uh, tried it because consensus is generally positive on that. Because Frank Miller lost his damn mind a long time ago, and it'll take a lot of positive buzz. But that said, I will read this for the train wreck quality, and we'll see uh, see how it is. But that's the first one coming up. We don't have times and dates for the rest of these, or issue counts, or, or even format. Like you know, again, prestige single issues, bi monthly graphic novels, whatever they're going to end up doing. Uh, but the next one is Batman Last Night on Earth, and this is one that is, has mutated from something else. So, you remember there was going to be a final arc in All-Star Batman, and then it was like, okay, it's going to be its own thing in a prestige format later on, and that was going to be Scott Snyder and uh, Sean Murphy. Murphy? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that has now changed. It'll now be part of this line, and it is no longer Sean Murphy. Now it is Greg Capullo. Uh, and it seems to be, I mean, I don't, I don't know if there's maybe more specific reasons to why Sean Murphy doesn't want to do it or couldn't do it, but the the general kind of reasoning we're seeing is that it just made sense for Scott Snyder's last Batman story to be with Greg Capullo as a kind of send-off. It mm. did. I saw Snyder tweeting about this a bit as well. Mm. Uh, he said him and uh, Murphy did talk about it, but with White Knight going on, because obviously when that was first uh, announced, that was before White Knight was going to be a thing. Uh, when that was first conceived, anyway. Oh yeah, we we should have long finished the story like over a year ago. Had it right, happen and when that it was meant was, to. so that was before this was going to be it. And and he said essentially, uh, Gordon's uh, Murphy's uh, Batman should be kept as just his thing. And like, okay, because he never does Batman elsewhere. So mm. it's like, all right, just leave it as just his and his own thing that he's got, and not it doesn't need to be part of this story. That's yeah, fair. that's cool. I mean, I'm always down for Snyder and Murphy to team up. But yeah, they can know, do it. They can, Capullo is not a bad. It's, it's an equally yeah. great team, isn't it? They, they could do a, a horror book later. I'll, I'll read that. But um, here's the best thing about this for me, though. Before I even get to the description, is I actually like that now this final All Star story is going to be officially out of continuity because much of his stuff felt out of continuity anyway. <laughs> I'm kind of glad mm. that it's just officially no. This is a separate thing now. It's not affecting the rest of the world. And also, given how crazy Snyder likes to go with these stories, it actually makes sense to just put them out of continuity. Just, yeah, go do your crazy yeah. thing, but don't let it, fit, it affect... Does, and that's fine. Like, yeah, there's nothing wrong sense. without continuity stories. And the first the first part of this description just reinforces that. So, Batman wakes up in a desert. He doesn't know what year it is or how the Joker's head is alive in a jar beside him. That right there. Out of continuity. Perfect place for it. Yep. Right? <laughs> but it yeah, is the beginning Lord. of a that's twist. a Rick and Morty episode. I don't watch Rick and Morty. <laughs> so... 
But it's the beginning of a quest unlike anything the Dark Knight has undertaken before. In the strange future, villains are triumphant and society has liberated itself from the burden of ethical codes. Fighting to survive while the search of answers, Bruce Wayne uncovers the truth about his role in the new world and begins the last Batman story ever told. So it's basically old man Bruce. Kind of, yeah. He's going old man Bruce with it. Uh, so. That's cool. I'm down. Like This, uh, this yeah. sounds like it could be really fun. Oh, man, and Capullo drawing Joker with his head in a jar. Oh, he's going to have like, some fun with that. Yes, he is. Uh, like, part of me would have liked to see this from Murphy, the, the Murphy. horror of this world. Yeah, but, definitely. Uh, but don't don't forget, I mean, Capullo came up on like Spawn and stuff too. Oh, yeah, so, he, he can do it. Yeah, and and hopefully it's a little bit different than what his Rebirth stuff was, you know, and even from Metal. So he gives it that little... I, I, we kind of made fun of the edgy thing but it would give it kind of an edge yeah that... be a little grittier perhaps mm-hmm. hmm. uh, next up we got our Batman watch Batman Damned from Brian Azzarello and Lee Beherm Bermijo, thank you. Uh, I stumbled. Uh, Which is notable because they also did uh, the graphic novel Joker and the graphic novel Luther together. That was their two paired projects. I've not read Luther, but Joker was very good. They're Um, both excellent. So, uh, on a deserted Gotham City bridge, a body is found. Whispers spread the news. Joker is dead. But but is this a dream come true or a nightmare being born? Now, Batman and DC's outlaw magician John Constantine must hunt the truth through Gotham City hellscape. Uh, The city's supernatural recesses are laced with hints about the killer's identity, but the Dark Knight's descent into horror will test his sanity and the limits of rationality, as he must face a horror that doesn't wear a mask. So it's a murder mystery about who killed the Joker. Again, out of continuity, best place to tell a story. Supernatural as well. And supernatural as well, because Constantine's involved. I'm so down for this. I I, I love when the, when these two pair up. I, you know, those are some of my favorite stories, uh, and this premise just appeals to me immediately. Yeah, I'm not a big Constantine guy, but I do like the premise quite a bit. Have Batman and Constantine like really teamed up? Am I forgetting something? Oh, I'm sure they have at some point. But I, I mean, they must yeah. have done. But I'm not. I can't think of any. Well, no, because for forever, Constantine was in the Vertigo. Yeah, and there wasn't much crossover. I so. mean, I'll say not notably. There's not some big notable story that's like a big deal where they yeah. teamed up. No, well, this will that's it. I'm sure. Azarello, I'm sure. Like, yeah, yeah. So, uh, no, I actually, and obviously, I love Bermijo's art, uh, and I think that's. Uh, so I think out of them so far, that's the one that's probably the most exciting to me. I, think. I agree with that. Yeah. Uh, next yeah. up, we got Wonder Woman Historia uh, from Kelly Sue DeConnick in her first ever DC Comics what? gig. Yeah, she's yeah. writing it. Uh, obviously, you know she did Miss Marvel or Captain Marvel over at Marvel. Uh, Bitch Planets, one of hers. Bunch of a bunch of stuff. Uh, very noble writer. Phil Jimenez is doing the art. Um, mm-hmm. A Homeric epic of the lost history of the Amazons and Queen Hippolyta's rise to power. Featuring monsters and myths, this three-book saga spans history from the creation of the Amazons to the moment Steve Trevor washes up on the shores of Paradise Island, changing our world forever. Yeah, I'm down. Like, <laughs> how, how you felt about the last one? That's how mm-hmm. I feel about this one. I, I'm, I'm, I'm huge really with Kelly conflicted. Sue. Yeah. Why, but, you, why, but, you conf- why are you conflicted, Connor? Because, you know, like I was saying, you know, that premise, mm-hmm. like, yes. Yeah. But I haven't liked a single thing I've read from Kelly Sue DeConnick. I've cover. outright disliked, uh, what was it, Pretty Deadly. I hated that. Deadly Prey. 
No, Pretty Deadly, I'm sure that was her, wasn't it? Oh, Pretty Deadly, that's right. Yeah. It was Deadly Pretty. I have no idea. I just took two words he was saying, and it didn't sound right. Yeah. He said Pretty Deadly, and that's why I was like, that's not right. Well, it is, so let's move on. It was like... He said, but it sounded like he said Prey, not Pretty. That's why I was okay, like... Okay, okay. Alright. I've not read much of her stuff. because I could have sworn she did an arc on Supergirl before Rebirth. Literally every single article about this has said this is her first DC work, so I'm going to believe them. But I mean, Yeah, I'm you... looking at one that just says it's her first major DC work. Okay, so, okay. Um, I'm just looking here. It says she's done a couple of issues of Supergirl in, in, in the past, before go. the New 52. Oh, there you go. And she's done some in Adventures of Superman, did, did a story in that. Right. Yeah, I thought... I thought I had those. A few random issues, but this is her first yeah. full yeah. thing then, theoretically, seemingly. Uh, but, I'm yeah. intrigued as to how long the three books are. Are these like three graphic novels, or are they three prestige issues? I'd guess prestige. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily assume three graphic novels. No, no. Uh, I mean, it depends how big they go on each stage of the history. Um, I've not read much of her stuff. I did enjoy the first couple issues of Bitch Planet, although I've not went back to it and read it. As I say repeatedly, I read that stuff uh, in trade later on, so whenever I try to keep up with one single issue, it always goes away after a couple of months. Uh, that is one of the victims of that, but I'll get back to it at some point. But I did like what I, I read I so almost, far. I almost feel like Bendis kind of might have facilitated this a little, because they are so close. Like, he's he's super close with Fraction in Draconic. Uh, maybe. So, I, I, I don't know, because the, the, everything they've been saying, uh, all the creators on Twitter, is that that's, all this stuff's been in the works for ages, and this is just them getting I, around I think it's it. interesting, because Fraction and Deconic completely moved out of you know, Marvel for, yeah. for a long time. They moved to just, yeah, yeah, they just stopped it all and did all the creator-owned stuff for a long time. Yeah. So this is quite an interesting move. I think it yeah. makes sense that what attracts them back, potentially, is stuff that's out of continuity where they can just do what they yeah. want. Yeah, yeah not beholden to mm. the editorial in the same way. So, mm. yeah, so that's that's a thing. Uh, I mean, I'm not completely sold on the premise of this, necessarily. Like, I, I think it could be great, but I, I'm not, like... I'm not actually seeing what the story is yet. It's just very vague and just kind of, oh, it's before Wonder Woman's time on, you know, on Themyscira. The history of the Amazons, I'm okay. Yeah, I'm down with that. Well, yeah, well, I mean, the only other thing I can think of recently that did something like this was the audience of the Amazons, and I hated that with a passion, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, um, I I like swords and sandals and, you know, flying beasts and whatnot. Yeah, I'm not not particularly into that. that, That's the side of magic I like. I don't don't like the, the other half of it but you know you give me that type of stuff and i'm down yeah no, that's true i mean the, the art preview is nice uh phil jimenez yep phil jimenez too that's another uh that image i don't know if that's gonna be the first cover or whatever the i assume way. so yeah yeah looks fantastic so i don't uh yeah so it may, it may not appeal to my sensibilities the plot but uh or at least what they're telling us so far but uh it's still interesting all the same and uh the conics first big dc things interesting uh also another wonder woman story we got wonder woman diana's daughter from Greg Rucker. Uh, what? No artist as of yet, seemingly. Uh, but... Yeah. <laughs> of, course you want, of course you want it, Evely. Huh? Uh, so, yeah, so so Rucker's doing a, another Wonder Woman story, which is obviously notable in and of itself. Makes us all excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It, so here's the, here's, the, here's the premise. It's been 20 years since the world stopped looking to the skies for hope, help and inspiration. Now the world keeps its eyes down and the powers that have risen have every intention of keeping things that way. 
Amongst a scattered, broken resistance, a young woman seeks to reclaim what has been forgotten. And on the way, we'll learn that the truth about herself, her heritage, and her destiny. So this is a story in a dystopian future about Wonder Woman's daughter seemingly coming out and fighting so, the bad guys. This is a Reese's Cup, because you take things that I like in one hand, which is Rucka, Wonder Woman, and then you take uh, something like Lazarus, that Rucka also does, and you just throw them together. And... It, it sounds to me kind of like Kingdom Come. You know how Kingdom Come was ultimately yeah. a Superman story, but this is you yeah. know a Wonder Woman version of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, if she's even a relic, if, if the rest of the heroes are even oh, around yeah. in this, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure. The, the description kind of makes it sound like they're all kind of gone, or maybe they're in hiding somewhere, or they've, they've given up. Maybe, maybe part of the plot will be Diana's daughter like inspiring them all t- again to come out and come back. Fight. Yeah, it could yeah. be. Yeah, uh, we really don't know very much. It, it also um, mentions that Diana's daughter is just a, a working title, so that could change. Yeah, yeah, yeah that makes sense because it's a it's a little bit descriptive right now, as opposed to just sound like a title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I actually, I actually, you know, I, this has overtaken the uh, Joker's Dead murder mystery for me in terms of excitement. I'm more excited for this than I am that. No, that's fair. Yeah. And this, this feels like one of those things that could bleed into continuity in some way if they want to yeah. do a, a legacy yeah. Wonder Woman. Yeah, kind of, kind of like how sometimes. Yeah, they I'm could do like that. Killing joke, you know, yeah. those sorts of uh, even you know like elements from Dark Knight Returns. Yeah, I can also yeah. see it being treated like. Kind of like Batman Beyond, where it may end up being something that keeps getting revisited mm-hmm. as a sort of like possible yeah, future. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Even yeah. Kingdom Come in that way, like when Johns did the oh, yeah, Broil uh, Black Up. Yeah, yeah, he he did the JSA crossover with that stuff. Mm. So, but but yeah, that, that's very. There, there's a lot of these that just they, I was like, oh, that's cool. Oh, well, this is cool. As, as this this going. feels like a very highly curated line. It does. Yeah. It does. Um, so. So we've had two Batman books, one Superman, two Wonder Woman, um, and then our final book here is one we already knew about. This was the other history of the DC Universe by John Ridley. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we already knew about this one, but it's going to be part of this line. It seems like it fits as well, though. It seems like it actually fits. Uh, just to sort of remind you what this is, a compelling literary series analysing iconic DC moments and charting socio-political gains through the perspective of DC superheroes who come from the traditionally disenfranchised groups, including John Stewart, Extrano, Vixen, Supergirl, Katana, and Renee Montoya, among others. Uh, at its core, the story focuses on the lives of those behind the costumes and their endeavours to overcome the real world issues. It isn't about saving the world, it's about having the strength to simply be who you are. So, uh, obviously we knew about this already, but it's, uh, it does seem to fit with the rest of this kind of curated line. Um, so, no, in- interesting bunch of stuff. If I'm picking my favourites, I think the Rucka Wonder Woman's number one, and then the Azarello Batman would be number two, and then you know, but I think the other ones are all inter- they're all worth reading and trying, with the one exception mm-hmm. of Frank Miller. G. And of course, it's the only Superman one. Of so course, like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but at least it's not all Batman. No, and that's fine. And even if it was, I, I understand it's out of continuity stuff. That that would be the time where they would let a writer come in and take a chance on doing something different. I think. I think and, and here's the thing, though: if they're describing it as edgy. Do you really want many Superman books in there? No, I I don't. But I'm just saying, like, if if there was one that was like, let's let's say Mark Miller had finally come over, you know, oh, and yeah, he was like, doing Superman. Yeah, Red I'd Sun think, would be the sort of thing that might fit in here as a Superman. Yeah, book. Yeah, right. Like that, something like that. I could see being edgy and whatnot. Okay. Yeah. You know, but like, yeah. you just put two people on a book that I don't care about. Another origin, 
Like, I've, I've gotten enough Superman Origins. Oh, yeah, and there's a lot of good Superman Origins. That's the crazy thing. There's, like, five options to pick from, and at least three yeah. of them, if not four of them, are great. And, <laughs> and I hate how they're calling it definitive. And it's like, no. It's, yeah, no, that's fine. It's not even out yet. Like, just because you slap the year one, it's not Batman. Like, yes, yeah, Batman year one, definitive. That laid the ground. The, the, the problem is that typically applies to most of the characters that have a year one, like you know, Green yeah. Arrow, Batgirl, you know, Robin. You know, Although year ones, you kind of think, okay, that's probably. Yeah, the but it's one. all the street. That's the thing, though. When you think of the other characters, though, Superman, Green Lantern, they've got Secret Origins instead of year ones. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. This is the first time they're actually mucking oh, up by having a, one character have yeah. both a year one and a Secret Origin. Yeah. 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 That's weird. So you it know, it's a thing. Uh, there we go. So that's 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 the last black label. Uh, so of course they couldn't let us go another week without news. And the funny thing is, we ha- we have we know we're getting more book announcements soon because they're shaking up the line post no justice. So we're probably going to have more in the next couple of weeks. And and the problem is just in general, like this has all been really great news. Mm-hmm. Even things that maybe I'm not as personally happy with, I don't want. It's all good news. All of this is telling me that that they're looking at the marketplace and. They're not just trying 15. to do. They're not just doing catch-all, like okay, p- appeal to the broadest audience. Yeah. They're focusing in yeah, on individual things. markets and really yeah. pushing yeah. that. Art. I think it's easy to joke right now that they've got too many lanes and imprints, and I think there's there's possibly a, a a point where there is too many. But I think the smart thing here is that they are all appealing to different demographics. Like I'll probably not read most of the zinc and oink uh, the ink books. That's Freudian slip, uh, but. Like it's good that they exist for the purpose to to get young readers into comics. Yeah, they're not and, they're not aimed yeah. at us. I mean, we're, Matt will no. read some of them for sure, but they're not aimed at us. They're aimed well, at the, Matt's the, the Matt's the big kid here. He is. Yeah. He'll joke True. that he's the oldest, but he's actually the biggest kid. I mean, yeah. look, there's toys behind me. Need I say more? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, just to compare it to to Marvel for a second, uh, I don't think they're publishing anything right now that's not superhero or Star Wars. No. Uh, like just their their standard yeah. superhero line. Because there's not much at, on, on going on at Icon right now, right? That no. was their imprint. Yeah, they don't have another yeah. imprint. You know, no, Ultimate they're not Scott. doing anything Disney at the minute. I don't think. No. It's why I always pay attention. You know, uh, Comicsology's top ten. You know, on Thursday, Friday after they've like sort of taken into account all the Wednesday purchases. Um, and it's funny, like, recently it has mostly been DC, a couple of image books, and, like, if there's a Marvel book, it's usually Star Wars. Yeah. I, I just, from talking with my friends at the comic shop, they're, they find it very hard to get excited for anything Marvel right now, just because there's so many shakeups. You know, why why am I going to get, uh, you know, Invested involved in the storyline? Yeah, if well, it's that, not going to pay off. That's the big thing. Sure, we're shaking up DC in a few months' yeah. time, but... It's coming after most of the books have had a solid run for two years. You can shake up after stability, but if you're not stable, then shaking up just makes it more unstable, right? Like, Well, no, no, that's the thing, though. Rebirth was a shake-up, and it wasn't stable before, but that fixed everything. The problem right. with Marvel is, I mean. that they're sh- is they're shaking up every 12 months. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you're not building a foundation, and then that's it, so... So uh, some books but, are getting to issue eight, and then it's oh, it's time for a, a re-shake up of things and changing yeah, things yeah. again. And, and also, go on, go ahead, Connor. As I said, that, that's the thing with this is like they're not aiming at you know the, the, the same audience. Like Marvel isn't looking at other audiences. You know, all of their relaunch, it's aimed at the same people every time. Yeah. Whereas, yeah. I mean, most of this black label line happens to be aimed at us, admittedly, but 
ink and you know zoom aren't really yeah but if you're if you're let's say kelly sue fan from marvel and image and you see that she has a amazon's book coming out and you're a regular you know what i mean like yeah you're a trade writer let's say like pete like yeah you'll probably wait but you see that and you're gonna buy it and that's because it's taking up more shelf space when you think about all these different lines i mean even when dc put out their uh their wild storm yeah it's only a couple books but at my shop, that's two spots taken up, you know, and they had to extend the DC shelf, you know, mm-hmm. now there's three instead of two. Yeah. So, I would be trade waiting this though, Matt. What are you talking about? Wait, what? You told me a trade waiter a second ago. No, like, like image. <laughs> I'm talking about. Right, like, yeah. Yeah, uh, sure. yeah. The people yeah, who yeah. often trade wait, you know, maybe the people who don't yeah. go into comic shops or even mm-hmm. exactly. the people who just get them through bookstores, they might yeah. see this in the bookstore because. DC is typically very good at that. Is, is oh, hitting yeah, the yeah, store yeah. market? They're much better than Marvel at that. And, and that's the other thing. These once these are all, if they're not going straight to graphic novel, once they're collected, they'll be standalone stories that can just be purchased. Exactly. One book. They, they'll keep these in print forever. Just okay, yeah. that's there. Yeah. You can Why always not? have that. It's kind of like so. Watchmen that way, right? Like mm-hmm. I, I walked through Target the other day to go buy Thor Ragnarok, and they still had a Watchmen. Trade, oh so. yeah, yeah. Every so. time. Well, that's because uh, if they don't it. keep it in print, Alan Moore gets the rates back, so they're never going to let it go out of print. Right, sure, but a big box store has to carry it, you know what I mean? Oh, like, sure, sure. Right, but but just... it's the same thing you might see, like, a year one, a Dark Knight Returns, yeah. you know, those sorts of oh, yeah. killing joke. You'll see those as well, like, they just, because yeah, they the know, one. hey, this is a standalone story, we can just keep forever, and people will just keep checking that out. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think part of the, the whole, the, the thick trades that they've, they've, they've had going with their they're trying to collect full runs and as few as volumes as possible is another way of like, hey, that's that, friendly, isn't it? Yeah, let's make it easy to have a whole run of you know, I like that nineties yeah. Nightwing or whatever you know. Well, I sense. mean, when I can just, I don't have to go to my shelf and get my old trades of Teen Titans. I have the first two trades in one book, you know, like that's super. I like that, and now it makes me want to go buy the Flash one, so I don't have to dig those out either. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, me and Car just did yeah. the first Teen Titans, the big thick trade, uh, on the monthly uh, for February. So you I know, can patrons I'm, can check I'm that out. Brother Blood, right now, he just showed back up, and mm, yeah, I forgot we... how weird that story gets. Like, there's <laughs> there's things that I forget from because it was so long ago when I read it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, also, Matt, does Connor become less of a douchebag because he's a bit of a douchebag? Yes, because right. I'm reading it too, and I'm going, why is this dude my favorite? Like, I was thinking so... the same thing, Matt. I was reading yeah. this. I'm going, why does Matt like him so much? He's a dickhead. I don't get At it. At the same time, I was going, I get it. This is the, he, he, he's a bro for Matt. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. Like he, he does the Superman S in the cornfield, and you're just like, you little shit. Like, <laughs> and but no, he eventually does. I mean, Infinite Crisis, like all that build up, the Insiders arc. Yeah, um, I think we spoke about a lot. Of the, it's it's clear that that's his arc for the run is going to be becoming. Not a you dick. could tell John's had a plan for him from the start. Like, start him off super raw, and he doesn't get along, and then turn him into their hero, you know? Yeah. So, with that said, I think we can wrap up the news and get on to <laughs> some, some actual books from the week, shall we? Actually, before we do that, though, I want to mention one just one little tidbit I saw. No, no, this is worth it. Uh, uh, Sejic does, does like live streams when he's drawing stuff, I think. And he was—he was, he was just—he was teasing his next project, his next DC project. Yeah. He was saying that it could become an ongoing uh, if he likes doing it, but it's a big book and it will be announced soon. So I'm wondering—you know—probably one of the things that are announced when all this No Justice, post No Justice books are getting 
Which yeah, would lend to, you know, uh, the, the Starfire tease last week or the week before. Yeah, he put an image of Starfire. So I'm wondering, is he doing the Justice League team that has Starfire or the Teen Titans team that has Starfire? You know, whatever. Yeah, that, yeah, that yeah it could be. That makes sense. Well, the fact that she's on that team with Martian Manhunter, Sinestro, and Superman, oh. that's a pretty big spot. So the fact like he leaked her out first, I feel, you know, means good things for that character going forward. Yeah. And yeah. in fact, is South by Southwest going on this weekend? Because I think yes, yeah, it is. It's on for like the next week or so. Yeah, they could be yeah, announcing stuff weeks. from there over the next yeah. week before we get to Just, the next show. You know, you, John, on mm. the you know, you said he does the the live streams. Mm. I know uh, Jim Lee does those as well, and mm. lately he's been doing like a a draw along. Like he'll teach you how to draw it in stages. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, this is pretty cool of him. You won't be done for five months, but you know. <laughs> well, but that's there. the thing. Like some of them, he does like speed sketches where he'll do it in like an hour, cause, you know, like the whole thing, and it'll look like it's, yeah. it's pretty good. It's like, yeah, all right, stop doing this every evening and get to work. <laughs> oh. He is co-publisher, Connor. I don't know I, what I that know, means or what his job uh, entails, but it sounds important. It sounds busy. It sounds like he's a busy man. <laughs> it does yeah. Sound busy. Yeah, yeah, he has time to do this every evening. <laughs> hey, you got to draw, man. When you yeah, but this is. Yeah, but to be fair, you can't. That's just something he chooses to do in his free time. That you can't say yeah. he shouldn't have his free time. He should just be working nonstop. So we oh, have that. Uh, he should. Anyway, let's let's move on to book, shall we? We'll start off with Batman number forty-two. Tom King writing, Mikel Janin on the art. Uh, I'm deeply curious as to where Matt falls in this because I know Connor wasn't as a huge fan. I uh, I have seen know a lot. That I'm not. Pete is. Well, I quite enjoyed it. I've seen a lot of criticisms from the internet. Uh, there's a lot of people who think some things that happen are just downright stupid. I'll get into that in a bit, but I'm curious, Matt, did you enjoy Batman 42? The plot, I, I liked up to a certain point, and then I was like, come on, King, are you putting all your energy towards, you know, other stuff? Is that what's going on? But the art is just, he one ups himself, Janin, every time, like... Oh, kind of, I, like, I, I will fault the, the, the some of the plot, but... Art's great. Yeah. Here's the thing. I, 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 some of the criticisms I've seen, right? That you know, the fact that we have the joke again where the flashes come in and like Catwoman basically takes down all three flashes yeah. herself uh, without mm-hmm. much trouble, right? I bet that's you know that that shouldn't happen, right? That annoyed me. I get Ivy doesn't have a full handle on the powers. Yeah, sure, that's how I get it. But they're yeah. so quick. Like even even at their slowest speed, I don't think Catwoman's taking them out like that. Never heard the phrase "quick as a cat," but. Here's the thing, though. I don't care. I actually don't give a shit because, to me, this was a this was mostly a comedy book, and it was making me laugh yeah. pretty frequently. Uh, yeah, I was. I like that it shows how bonded Catwoman and Batman yeah. are. That this is almost like a date to them. Like they're gonna yeah, walk, I, they're gonna they, drive. Their you know. banter, uh, Catwoman's running joke, where she's like, "Oh, we should have Ivy officiate the wedding." Oh. Uh, you know, my maid of honor will be Ivy, and your best man, that can be Ivy, of course. Oh, and you know, I don't want a big wedding. You know, Ivy should cover it. We'll just invite Ivy. That's fine. We'll just have Ivy. That, I, I was cracking up. I was I was digging the dialogue in the batter. I, I don't know. Like, I get that some of the things in here are a bit extreme and stupid in the sense that, okay, Ivy's controlling the entire planet, and she's controlling the flashies, and Catwoman's beating the flashies, and, you know, you get all these things happening. I, I get that some of this stuff doesn't make much logical sense, but I, was having I feel fun, like so... it's a bad dream, yeah. you know. Like, I, I think cause... my my problem is I agree with you know inherently that that dialogue's not bad. It's kind of fun, but all the other things take me out of it so much that I stop enjoying it because it's there's nothing to back it up. It's just cutesy banter. There's nothing. Yeah, but I no think right now when backing it up right when now. you're setting, but when you're setting up a 
uh, a wedding and you want to like just have them explore their relationship, you're not going to sit them across the table at each other and have them sit down for coffee. You're going to put them on a superhero adventure and you know, I just, I like, just, I, I feel like I expected more from King. I'll be honest. In terms of this, this doesn't feel like a superhero adventure. Like you said, it just feels like a bad dream. I, I, I think it's like something that's happening for the sake of it happening, for the sake of having their banter. I, I think that's a really harsh phrase to use on this. I expected more from King. I don't know. I had fun with this. I, I, I don't know why everyone. Was... I, I was really enjoying it, and then we get to the reason why Ivy's been able to control everybody, and I was just like, if this is the actual reason, I'm. That's dumb. Like I'm this I'm almost as up, not as upset because that that arc, the I am suicide arc really upset me, but it's close to that. If if she's controlling everybody because they eat vegetables, yeah. I don't. I feel like I don't know. Like I just I enjoyed like how she was using all the various heroes to try and fight them, and you know she's got Superman. I like the Superman moment. Yeah, standing guard like, outside the well, she's standing flying guard. Uh, outside the uh, the mansion and so on, uh, all that stuff. Obviously, the arch gorgeous throughout. Obviously, yeah. uh, I like that. drops him with a whistle. Yeah, you know, uh, her getting so angry that she punches him with Superman, and he needs surgery. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I thought that was delightfully dark and a you know a fun what if kind of way. I mean, yeah. you you like, say surgery. He 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 was dead. Facial reconstruction. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was dead, and they brought him back and went, eh, who cares, magic, science, whatever. Well, that's what makes me think that this is going to be, like, not quite a Black Mercy story, but along those lines. Like, Ivy's done something hmm. to Catwoman and Batman, and this is them processing. It's, yeah, it's not there. real, necessarily, out in the real yeah. world. Yeah, okay. It, but, I, you know, but I did like the callback to Ivy uh, in War Jokes and Riddles. Like, whatever Riddler did when he, you know, if it unleashed a, a more, I don't want to say evil side, but, you know, dangerous side of her. And then she kind of leaned into it. And this is where she is now. You know, it was because of that moment. I really like that because it, it shows that that War Jokes and Riddles has impacted other people, not just, you know, Riddler, Kite Man, and Joker. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I was uh, that was actually the one thing I was a little bit almost took me out of the book a little bit was the the references to war jokes and riddles because I kind of felt this weird because people some people some Ivy fans got so pissed off at him after that because they didn't like that Ivy was killing they thought oh Ivy shouldn't be a villain and this stuff she's better than that now uh, at the, the time, first part of her name is poison. And that was a younger Ivy before I, anything could have gotten better. Yeah. Right? I agree with these statements. Let me finish. God damn it. I know. Right. But, you know, people on Twitter got really up against them and he got a lot of angry tweets and he was like, okay, I'm hearing you, I'm hearing you. And honestly, when it got to the point where, oh, I killed people during War Jokes and Riddles and I'm trying to, you know, you know, make things better for that, I could kind of just feel the weird influence of, like, people nagging yeah. at him and he's, he's just mm. trying to kind of, like, fix it. He's like, here, I'm fixing it. Right, that took me out. That that was the one thing that took me out of the story was that moment. Yeah, uh, it's just uh, like like it. It just takes leaps. Like the like the actual killing of him. Even if this is like not real and this is some dream world or whatever, even in a dream, I feel like that should be treated with some more weight. From like especially from from Cowan, where she's like, "Is he dead?" And and I was just like, "Yeah, he was. I brought him back." And she's like, "All right then." What I think is funny here brushes past it. What I think is funny here is your complaints here is exactly why I, I grew to dislike Snyder's Batman. 
nothing had any weight. Things just happened. No, fair enough. Uh, see, I didn't feel that in 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 a lot of in points of it. I, I agree, but in in a lot of it, I feel like cough zero year cough. Uh, I, I did the entire second half of his Batman run. I felt that constantly here. Um, I'll admit he's going a bit far. him to kind of get himself killed so that he ends up with a Harley at the end. Yeah, yeah. The, the the whole issue just feels like a vehicle for banter to me, and I want more than that. Um, okay, I have detective for for other yeah. Batman. I'm okay. Stuff. I, I I think some of these statements are feeling a little bit hyperbolic if to me. I just uh, like if we know what the grand scheme is, right? Like we know they're going to get married. Like that's the big, you know, milestone that's coming up. So if you're going to have them develop the relationship, I'm fine with with stuff for banter. You know, especially if the banter is enjoyable, and I thought most of it was. Like, the Big Belly, or was it, no, it was Batman Burger. Uh, Batman Burger, yeah. That, that scene was pretty funny. Yeah. So, no, I mean, that's the thing, I really like, I mean, some people don't, this is a taste thing, but I really like his dialogue for Batman and uh, Catwoman. I love it. Uh, it really tickles my funny bone. Um, so, and I think if you like that, I dig most of this. And I'm also someone who's not, like, a huge Ivy fan, so I don't really care when he does, like, weirder things with her, because to me, it's like, eh, I don't oh, really I care that he's messing with her there's a spot to do both like you know like yeah she can be that anti-hero but you never want personally i don't ever want her as like a hero like they've done to harley quinn i like that she doesn't like people she's very misanthropic Mm. because she's you know all about the plants and you know so i i don't i won't understand that argument ever like he ruined her because she killed mobsters like <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't get it. Either. I don't know. I, I, I do typically enjoy the dialogue, and I, I still enjoyed the dialogue here. I just need something to back it up. Uh, I need some story and plot, to, well, some substance. Well, I, I need where... that. How many issues I, is this? Well, that's the thing, is though. This four? Uh, three or four, I think. Yeah. Here's, here's the thing, though. I don't need that every time, though. Like, you get, you know, we've got a, a book that's shipping twice a month. I don't need every single story to be like this, you know, a heavy... It doesn't have to be a huge thing, but it has to make sense to me. And especially if the last last issue was setting up the, the mystery of it all, what's going on, that's what that whole last issue was. And this issue just kind of disregards that and just went, eh, just go with it, it doesn't really matter. And it makes me feel cheated out of the last issue. I don't. I don't feel it. It undoes anything. Yeah, I don't think it does issue. either. I agree. I disagree with that. I feel like the first yeah. issue sets up what's going on, and then this issue is them living in that world. Yeah. And try to solve it. Yeah. Exactly. It, it just. It just didn't work for me. It, ultimately, I just didn't enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I no, Jan and Art though. I, I, oh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I can always just flick through and look at the look at the pretty pictures. Yeah. That's always. Kind I. Of I. Uh, yeah. I mean, I like. I have a couple of nitpicks towards the end. The, 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 getting killed. And the the Ivy weird. Like, I felt the meta influence of like the, the real complaints with that. So, uh, but you're okay with her controlling people because they ate plants. plants. Um, nah, comic books. I'm fine with that. Ah, see, no. <laughs> it really it's, it's that. too far. That's what doesn't bother. It well, is too far. Well, here's the thing. And, and, uh, and, and you tell me, Batman and Catwoman are the only people on Earth who haven't eaten plants. No, they that. Well, they also inoculated. They took that into well, last issue. Yeah, yeah, okay, but. I mean, someone's got to have not eaten plants, right? Yeah, I know people that actively, like... Oh, man. What if Ron Swanson shows up at the end of this? Well, hold on, hold on, like, here, hold, on, hold, on, hold on. I didn't take it as literally it's just because they've eaten plants. I took it as she's infected the green with something, and that's why now eating them is a thing. Now, now it's affecting yeah, them. Yeah, but... That's because they've eaten any plants even ever. Most, but even most plant material is cooked, right, when you, when, when you eat it. And by cooking it, it, it kills the plant. Therefore... 
Yeah. Exactly. I just I just don't care. Ultimately, I don't give a shit. <laughs> That, that, that's that's kind of my problem with this <laughs> issue. There's too many things where you go, ah, I don't care. But there are too but many things. And I, I can't care for my Jessica Chastain bias. Uh, what, what, what bias have I got here, though? What, what's my bias if we can put it to your bias. Jessica Chastain well, you, bias? You, you love the banter so much, you're going to excuse Anything. like legit story problems because of the banter. Well, no, because like, here's the thing. I'm not excusing all stuff because of the banter. To me, this issue is just about the banter. And that's fine. That's okay. If that's the yeah, focus for the for the for a couple of issues, that's fine. And that's fine, but to It's fine for that to be so, the focus, but not at the expense of logical storytelling. Yeah, uh, they could have just kept it a mystery right now not, about how she the, Nothing you know. rubbed me the wrong way really with the story. I didn't really Yeah, like I said, it just didn't bother me. Like nothing struck me as oh okay, that takes me out at the moment or oh this is doing something weird that I don't like. All right. I was kind of in the weird world that's being controlled by Ivy. Like you say, it feels kind of dreamlike. It wouldn't surprise me if it turns out to be something that's not actually real. Uh, yeah, but, but I also I... know you like, like, you really like David Lynch mm-hmm. logic. <laughs> so that should be no surprise now. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I did not have that much issue with this this, this, this book. I I, I, and I'm seeing everyone over the internet uh, kind of freaking out about it. It's like, oh, this is stupid and that's stupid. And I'm like, eh, calm down, folks. It's fine. It, You're talking about the guy that freaked out over the I Am Suicide arc. So I'm not going to talk about them flipping out oh, for yeah. reason. Like, so. if you don't like it, that's fair enough. But, you know, you've got another couple issues of it and then we'll be back to other stuff. Yeah. In fact, leave, hell. Leave King alone. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean you get to assail him on Twitter. Like... Oh yeah, every time every time he does something that people don't like, he does get a lot of shit on Twitter. Like I feel like every time something happens, it'll just be like a barrage. Yeah, of... I, I I can't remember if I did or not. I may have tweeted that I was disappointed in the issue. I know I mentioned it in our uh, our Facebook group. I mean, you didn't tag him in but... the tweet though, did you? Yeah, yeah. I don't tag... think so. No, and and even if I did, like, I'd be saying I'm not gonna give, I'd go and give him shit like for it. Oh no. Yeah, here's the, here's the thing. If you're being negative about a book, you don't tag the creator of the book in the tweet. No. That is just rude. Like, well, I even feel like even if you are being positive, you don't need to tag the creator of the book. Like, you should just be able to you don't have enjoy to, things but, without but, wanting them. But you know? no, but there's nothing wrong with giving praise to someone. But I think no. intentionally singling someone out and making sure they see your negative. If they want to find the negative criticisms, they can find them online yeah. if they want to go look for them. Like that's yeah, not like that's just flat out rude to me to, to tag someone in a tweet I think with a negative I criticism. I, I honestly, I think as long as you're not doing it constantly as long as you're not being offensive yeah. you know if you're being a dick sending threats you know that sort of thing you know actively uh, saying abuse at someone yeah that's a line but i think if, if you're just saying no i didn't enjoy this here's why i think well, you're you, you you can tag them in that i don't think that's you can I just, entitled I, fans I, yeah they I feel think like that, that everything should be written and catered towards them oh he doesn't have to listen to it in fact he probably shouldn't because then you get the problem like you know pi yeah. brought with the the ivy influence no, yeah. I don't think if you if you I mean obviously voice your discontent about a book, voice your discontent about a movie, yeah. anything. But there's no yeah. reason to tag people uh, who who are yeah. behind them in them. He didn't tag Steven Spielberg about how he fell asleep during Lincoln. No, I did All not. Right? Uh, I leave things on Twitter, but yeah, I did not. Yes. <laughs> as long as you're you're being respectful to the person, still, yeah. I have no problem with tagging. Yeah, but here's the problem, though. If if, if fifty thousand people are, I mean, that's a quite a high number for comics, but like, let's just say a thousand people are being respectfully criti- critiqued, though, it's still a lot of yeah. it's a barrage of tweets to get as a person. You're it just is. piling stuff onto them. I uh, think, though, honestly, I think that's that's kind of part of the job nowadays, though. 
Yeah, that, that, maybe that it shouldn't be, but I think that is part of the job. Yeah, but you could just choose to not be a dick about it. And yeah, I honestly think tagging them, even if it's a valid constructive criticism, is still kind of being a dick. They don't have to be tagged in that tweet. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Be right. excellent to each other is basically what we're saying. Yeah, that's basically, that's basically what I'm saying. I'm, I'm just, I think they can find critiques if they want to. I don't think those... I think it's just being douchey to say, oh, they have to see my negative opinion on this, even if you are being, you know, not a dick about it in terms of how you're phrasing it or whatever. Uh, I don't know. But, you know, just be, be nice to people, basically, is what I'm saying. Uh, all right, so let's, let's, let's move on to, to uh, Superman 42. Uh, Peter J. Tomasi and Patrick Gleason, Patrick Gleason also doing the art. Um, this is a conflicting issue, because Speaking two th- of sending criticisms to somebody. Because because two thirds of this are fantastic and probably the best they've written in a long ass time. The first I third of it in Bizarro World is a tedious mess to read. I think it's more half and half than than third. I remember it as two thirds, maybe because it's, I like the second half more. But regardless I'm of the <laughs> regardless of the fractions, look at him critiquing. He's just oh, no, I need to fix that point. The fractions well, I'm off. Say, you know, a third that that feels generous. Maybe maybe this is I really didn't like that first chunk that i'm making okay, it longer so, in my mind in case you guys don't know remember me and connor both really enjoy bizarro as a character i know pete how do you feel about bizarro as a character i like bizarro i, I, I may not have the fetish for him that you two do but i, I quite enjoy bizarro okay, well, i would call it a fetish but you know we we enjoy it bizarro can be fun in small doses and this this proves that because when you have to read 10 pages and it's all in bizarro from the the uh, narration boxes it's just, it's for the dialogue. Just, it's just annoying to read. Yeah. <laughs> and it's... And Bizarro language, like any other language, has certain rules. And, you, you know, when you're reading it and you're deciphering it, you don't need speed bumps thrown in there because it's something that Tomas and Gleason decided to add to the characters. I, 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 was, I was constantly having to stop and just think about what I just read in a speech bubble just to make yeah. sure I understood what was the, the it, tent. Here's the thing. After a few pages... I stopped doing that because I was like, yeah. there's too much of this. I'm not matter. spending all day reading yeah, this. No, uh, by the way, I just checked. Uh, John and Kathy show up on the 14th page, and then there's six pages after that 14th? out of Bizarro Land. Really? Yeah. That shows how much I like the, the, the back chunk of it then, because yeah, I remember that'd be more of it. pages of that back chunk. Because I really like yeah. that back chunk. <laughs> yeah. The first chunk, not so much. Yeah, yeah, no. I, 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 honestly, there's a point where... Uh, I mean, a bit after the the full page of um, you know John Bizarro, we're doing the thumbs down. Mm-hmm. Probably after there is where I'm not well, really sure what happened because I just I I can't I stopped reading without, these dialogue boxes. Without the dialogue and the narration, I really enjoy what they did by taking the rebirth issue. That was the rebirth, right? Yeah, yeah, it was the first uh, few pages of the Rebirth issue were basically yeah. the first few pages of this, but it was bizarro. Because you even had this, the double-page right. spread of him opening exactly. the Exactly. Uh, yeah. And I got to the that, I was like, okay, this is cool, this is fun, and then it descended. Like, the, the bizarro Lois, I don't understand. The... Uh, d- here's, my, here's my thing, though. I don't actually know what most of it accomplished, really, beyond... Because it all ends with just, oh, oh you know, John and Kathy are in her t- you know, ship using technology to yeah. look at this alternate world, and they're watching this... Like, I don't see why you can't just cut to that, like, ha- you know, at least half the amount of pages earlier. Oh, yeah. Like, like yeah. Said, that, that was 13 pages of biz- of just Bizarro speak. Yeah. And what was, what was Hot Girl, Bizarro Hot Girl doing there, just randomly? Like, uh, because uh, Rebirth. <laughs> be- I guess. Be- because... She wasn't there in Rebirth, though. 
No, no. I guess it was Bizarro Hawk Girl instead of an actual hawk going for the cat, I think. <laughs> was that was that the, the thing? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't... So. Although it did crack me up that Goldie was renamed to Silver, which might be the the laziest renaming. Because uh, I guess Gold's the opposite of Silver. I don't... I, don't like, know. I guess. Sure. Here's the thing: I can only hear so, like the Bizarros say the word "not" in in front of something to mean that it is so many it times before I'm starting to just get annoyed that they keep doing it. Yeah. Like it's just yeah. it's, it's annoying. I'm sorry. <laughs> Although Bizarro in the hammock, basically, <laughs> basically telling her to piss off and bring me a beer, that kind of cracked me up because that is kind of the opposite of of Superman in every way possible. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know. Again, Bizarro in small doses. I kind of like when they go to, to the backwards Earth, which I'm not going to try to pronounce, and you see all the different versions. But here, though, when you try to actually flesh him out as a character that has a farm, a worm farm, because I guess that's the opposite of a real farm, sure. he just kind of stops being fun. Hitria. Yeah, there you go. That's, that's your backwards Earth. Do you know what is really crazy about this issue? I'm uh-huh. I'm just looking through it. Of the family together, which is you know the, the clearly I think the stuff that you you we all love the most, right? Oh sure, yeah, yeah. The the, the full family. Oh, together. I'm John and Kathy as well. Cause I've not seen Kathy in a while, so that no, was a really like nice. That, but the just the just the family. There's only two pages of that stuff. Yeah, but it's like, all packed in there so well. It, it feels like, like more. Yeah, it's because yeah. it's really good because you you get that 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 moment where John keeps like not doing his chores and Lois is angry because he's not taking out the trash and but then, then he's sitting there and they're like oh you need to turn the table you need to do this and then they start questions like hmm no you you you've got like you know uh, the scent of a farm on you and oh I can sense this yeah. and he's like ah, I don't need to use my powers John your your face is red so how is Kathy and then he just starts super speeding around doing all his chores like yeah uh, thanks guys bye yeah. go to bed. Yeah, which is the most teenage thing. Just, okay, yep. I'm going to get out of here. Yep. Um, uh, uh, uh. Also, your mom is the best investigative journalist in the world. You're not hiding things from her. <laughs> ever. I don't yeah. care if your dad's Superman has microscopic vision. She was going to get that out of John. Or, or even Clark try to, like, uh, oh, I got some exotic flowers from, you know, halfway across the globe. It, like, oh, yeah, yeah, and the, the place next door put a price tag on it for you. Damn it, busted. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah. It feels like home life and and it's what made me love the hamilton county stuff so much i know and like it got I, yeah. away from it i almost wish that there was no villain plots in most of the, this run it was just a superman sitcom with the family like i could have I'd, I'd read the hell out of that yeah I, i'd have yeah. so into that um, and, uh, i i think i then, really like when they deal with low-key villains as a family mm. yeah but it's when it gets well, too the whole, big the, that... when they brought in frankenstein i thought that was pretty cool like mm-hmm. we got some weird alien plot and but it didn't matter because it was more about what was going on with the family and yeah that how they all yeah yeah no I, I was i was in love with the john and kathy stuff i loved their relationship i I'd, I'd forgotten how much i was missing it and then i seen them together and i was like oh shit we've not had this in so long and then all the stuff with the family and obviously bizarro son of bizarro shows up at the end boy zaro that's what he's, that's what they're calling him and he like and i'm like okay i'm hoping that just because now that we've got him in the real world like now it's just a case of dealing with him and we'll have fun with that uh if they cut back to bizarro world again and like start doing more scenes uh, i'm out oh god yeah. I, I feel like bizarro was gonna follow boy zaro to our earth yeah, and just cause chaos that's my hope but I hope i'm hoping it's what it is i'm hoping it's all uh, set that, in our that world begs now the question if that is the case why did we need so much on bizarro world like what did I, it accomplish? i don't know Again, i don't know i 
I just think they wanted to show us the Bizarro rebirth because this is this is them reintroducing this version of Bizarro because up till now through New Fifty Two it was the Lex clone. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's in, true. That's in uh, Red Hood, so it almost acts like a de facto Bizarro rebirth, and that's okay. But again. We don't I, need the narration and dialogue. I get, I get, us... I get the feeling that this came from them sitting around going, "Yeah, this is a really cool idea. We should do this. We should, we should do like the first issue, of Superman Rebirth, but it's Bizarro, yeah. and do like half the book is yeah. that, and we'll do it all in Bizarro speak." Do, do you know what it yeah. reminds me of actually? And Connor will get this. It reminds me of Star Trek Discovery, where they went through the, to the authentic, you know, the authenticity. They went through the effort to have all the Klingon scenes be completely in Klingon with subtitles. But the problem is, is that it was really annoying to listen to. So after a couple of scenes, you appreciated that they went to the effort, but then you went, oh, this is really annoying. Just speak in English, please. Like, this is yeah. this is getting... At, at least with that, there were subtitles that I could read. This, this isn't <laughs> yeah. translated for me. I have to do the work. Yeah, that's, yeah. Uh, that's true. That's true. Uh, and that's not, that's not, obviously, just to make that clear, like, I watch a ton of foreign stuff. I'm not complaining about uh, foreign languages and reading subtitles. It's just the Klingon language is not a real it has, language. It, it has it, no inflection. And it sounds atrocious yeah. to listen to for longer than f- five seconds. Uh, yeah, it's kind of like when they on Game of Thrones where they do the Dothraki, and you're just reading it, and you're just like, "This is a very harsh language." Yeah, it's just a lot of yeah. Yeah. harsh yeah. noises. There's no, yeah, no give or take. So, uh, but yeah, so yeah, I really like the back half of this. Like, I loved it. It's the best Superman that this book has been since Black Dawn. Since before Black Dawn, yeah. That's how oh, far back we're that. going. Yeah. It's a full year that this is better than. The first half, though... <laughs> it's some of the worst. Is, I mean, it's, it's not... I, mean, I, I wouldn't still say t- it's the worst, it's just misguided, I think. Yeah. I, I, okay, here's the thing. It's maybe not as objectively bad, but I hated reading it more because it's it's actual it's not, work no, to read. E- e- even reading that, it's still better than uh, reading the plaques of, in the, on the field trip. Oh, okay, yes. yeah. Yeah, I'm no, giving it that. I might be giving them too much credit. Maybe that was the point of we're going to inundate them with Bizarro speech because reading comics is supposed to be fun. We're going to make this feel like a chore because it's Bizarro. I, I get I, what you're saying, but don't do yeah. that. Don't make it no, a chore. I know. No, make it a Again, chore for three or four pages, not 14. <laughs> yeah. It's just too much. God, and, and so what's up with Boyzaro? So he's the opposite because John just idolizes his dad and Boyzaro hates his dad. Is that the whole point of that? I guess. Mm-hmm. I hate that. I hate the opposite rules of things. Like I get like he has heat breath and ice vision. You know, that that's a fun flip and he flies backwards. Yeah. But like, I think get sometimes things, they get a bit inconsistent with the opposites. Like sometimes they'll say, um, like, like, I think it was, you know, where when he says to get him a, a beer, he says, yeah. do take me a beer. And it's like, yeah. but shouldn't it be do not? Right. Like, it feels inconsistent. Yeah, yeah it feels exactly. like they've got the joke that they're playing with, but there's not actually the hard set of rules that they're using to actually define. Yeah. So at every line, I have to look at it and go, okay, which version of the rules are they using for this line? And then move on to the next one, do the mm. same again. So it takes so long to read. Yeah. Oh well, uh, there you go. That's, that's Superman. Ah <laughs> oh, dear. All right. So I mean, we didn't fight over that one. That was that was uh, an agreed uh, a round of conflicting still opinions. Still disappointing. Yes. So you know, uh, hey, I like Batman. I, I I started off on a good foot. I, yeah, just, I'm not having a great week so far. Just, just and, you two being negative, Nancy. That's fine. <laughs> I just 
Uh, if you guys want more good Bizarro, check out Heath Corson's Bizarro Mini. Tim mm. and Jimmy Olsen on a road trip across the United States to get uh, Bizarro back to Bizarro U.S., which is Canada. So it's it, it's, it's a whole lot. And Julius, and it's yeah. delightful. And there's not a lot like the Bizarro speak in there is straight up just Bizarro talking backwards and being a lovable galoot. So and I don't again I don't mind Bizarro speak when it plays off someone. Yeah, because you get you know you get small doses and you figure out from context mm-hmm. of what other people are saying as well. You get the reactions. Yeah. In this, because it's Bizarro speaking, then more Bizarro speak. It's yeah. it's really hard to there's figure out. About the yeah. There's like there's no context, right? You know, yeah. like throughout throughout that mini, he calls Jimmy his worst friend when he means his best friend, and it plays off of it because Jimmy's like, yeah, you are my worst friend because he doesn't want to be friends with them. So, you know. But yeah. What's next, Pete? I'll tell you what's next, Matt. Justice League, number 40. Christopher Priest writing, Pete Woods on art. Hopefully we're more positive on this overall. Do you know what's the especially bad part? is that It's really, it's even worse compared to last week where there was like four or five standout fantastic books that were fighting for number one. Like it was a really yeah. positive week last week. Uh, so here's hoping Justice League, number 40, uh, puts us on an upswing in terms of general opinion. Uh, even though the last two books both had really positive points. It was... Uh, Mixed debates. Let's see if we feel more. My hand is. Oh, go ahead. I'm fine. I'm, 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 my train of thought was dwindling. On you go, Matt. How do you feel about Justice League Forty? Well, I'm gonna tell my hand. This is falling into uh, what I call. Uh, what, what's the best word? It, it became very Christopher Priest, where there's so many plot threads, it's hard to keep them all straight, and it felt like Deathstroke. And I don't mean that in. It's moody. It's dark. It's like. Wait, what was going on in this thing? What what happened here? Uh, I mean, I'll counter that yeah. by saying, actually reading that and an issue of Deathstroke this week, that uh, Deathstroke was way more Deathstroke than this was. Yeah. Does that make sense? This is a three. <laughs> you know? I, I didn't actually find this that hard to follow. No, I was okay with oh. this one. Uh, I, I honestly, so 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 the whole the whole plot of this one, right? So they're, they're down the ground, and like you know, Cyber went down to because oh, they, they 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 went to the rich area, not the poor area to save them. And then, but the Superman and so on are explaining, no, no, but the, the cloud that was created from this toxic stuff was going there first, so we had to deal with that first. It yeah. was just logically that was where to go. Uh, it becomes a bit of a debate. The public are all you know chanting things, and it's getting very sort of yeah, very political and so on. But the actual main plot of this issue is they all go back up to the Watchtower and. The, the fan has rigged the Watchtower to fall out of orbit into Earth. And it seems that the plan was to, like, kill all the B-Squad and leave just the main good heroes, <laughs> quote-unquote. Uh, you know, the, 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 the A-team, if you will. Uh, yeah. But, but not, not, not uh, you know, Mr. T and so on. Uh, the, the, you know, the A-team, the A-Squad of the Justice There's League. There's no face man here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a pity the fool. So... Right, so so that was that was kind of plan, and a lot of the issue is both the Justice League and the JLA working together, trying to figure out how they can solve this. Like, and a lot of it's this debate of like, well, we can do this and it'll save some of us, and maybe the B Squad be left behind, and then it's like, no, we can't do that, and then it becomes like, okay, how do we actually do this? What so everyone lives, and Cyborg makes that call. He's the one in charge, so he's a bit. Of... Mm. Right, I actually like the court concept of this issue. I like the the debates that come up in this issue. Uh, I think what what hurts it a little bit. Is that this is the third time in two years where the Justice League has been falling out of orbit into the Earth, and on both previous occasions, none of these problems came up. 
because the whole thing oh Superman could yeah push it out but it would break it in half and it would still kill half of us or this and that none of these and um, this might be actually more accurate as to what would happen I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not the scientist to tell you if it is or not but because we've done this recently twice uh, once was in Justice League itself uh, one of the hitch issues back when I was still reading that and then the other one I want to say was it a Trinity issue I think yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was like the last of the manifold stuff, right? I think so. Yeah. Uh, so I couldn't get that out of my head as I was like, and they, were, they kept like debating. I'm like, the last two times this happened, it wasn't that much of an issue, <laughs> even yeah. though this might be more accurate. I but I do like though how they end up solving that problem by super teamwork, and I don't mean that. Oh super sure. Super oh no. Like... The, 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 the the book ends in this great image of uh, the rays because uh, the lanterns aren't there to help. So the rays making a big shield of light, whilst Killer Frost has made a big frost shield at the front of the, the Watchtower to like help with the re-entry. So it's like both of them working together, hopefully minimizing the the, the damage to the the Watchtower so that everyone doesn't burn up and die. Uh, that was a great final page. That was a great image. But it's big, real big, big in like space and you know uh, operatic and great. Um, yeah. and I, I do like the, the, the core debates that's it I do feel like some of the characters immediately jump to we have to sacrifice people and start talking it's not, about not very sacrifice. heroic is it no they just immediately no. start doing it uh, like they're raising, I'm not well, drawing the short straw you're drawing the short straw yeah. well we're the B squad so we should probably die right right Frost <laughs> like Wait, just, which of us is being written by Orlando that, that's who we're picking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know so some of it felt a bit quick and forced to me in terms of the the thing, uh, and also there was a weird thing where the fan is rejiggered like cyborg's tech to make him look different in this issue. Yeah, kind of over this fan thing. I kind of still just wish it was Prometheus, like my theory, all those issues ago, because <laughs> this whole calling him the fan and he's like, he's omnipotent. Everything that they're gonna do, he's already figured out. And I'm just like, there's no, I don't know. I just, yeah, I get... it's a little weird, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I liked the fan stuff at first when he was just killing people and like dressing up as the heroes. I think yeah. we're, get, we're getting to the point now where he's basically smarter than the Riddler. That it's starting to feel yeah. a bit. Yeah, he's he is outsmarting the entire league. Yeah, mm-hmm. easily yeah. at this stage. But whereas before it was like you know he's, he's running around, he's maybe kidnapping them one on one, and he's like you know murdering yeah. people in their name. That was the kind because of, that was posing all these interesting questions. Him basically mm-hmm. sabotaging the entire Watchtower and making both Justice Leagues have to work together and not to sacrifice themselves was. I don't know, Again, the big action stuff that comes from it's pretty fun, but I don't know, it was a bit murky in the the, the execution yeah. of how we got to that point. Do you think though he was just trying to he was trying to call the team, right? So it was just the A squad. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. was his so plan that not to make them work So he's He's not becoming Zoom, right? Like, I mean, where he's trying to make other heroes. I mean, yeah, I mean, you could argue maybe he's hoping they'll work together and figure it out, and it'll make them all better. Maybe that you could argue, but it seems deranged yeah. enough that maybe that's too too yeah. hopeful. For, for his, uh... I read it the first way that he was trying to kill off Killer Frost and the yeah. Atom. And... Well, that, that's what the actor they... would say uh, in, yeah. in the book. Maybe he'll say otherwise when we, we get monologuing again next yeah. issue. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, I, I have a follow up complaint to last issue, or maybe the one before. I've, I've mentioned it before that I wish it would translate some of the stuff in the other languages. Uh, mm. When all the crowds are chanting. Yeah. I I mean, I get the, the, the message, but. And but I would like to know what they're actually saying to have impact of understanding this chant. Google Translate, oh, oh, Mike, oh. Matt, Mike. Yeah, yeah, no, but this is the thing. I shouldn't have to go through that much work, especially not when, in the same issue, they're going to translate Celsius to Fahrenheit. 
True. They can have an editor's note for that, but not for the whole <laughs> big chanting, which is quite a big part of that uh, the earlier issue. True, I, I got you. Yeah, no, I mean that's, that's that's I mean it's a minor complaint, but it's a fair complaint. It, it just I don't know. If if it was consistent, it would annoy me less. But when they they they're telling me you know some things, the temperatures. Oh, like, that well, said though, that has been consistent with the run so far, is that it doesn't typically translate the. Uh, it doesn't, and language. It, it, it translates and, some stuff. And but. sometimes it's okay because it, it doesn't matter. Like I, di- I didn't need it when Jessica was in the bathroom singing her Spanish song. I didn't need that right. to be translated. Sure, but here, where like what the I mean, I can guess they're saying something about their homes being left. Yeah. You chose them, but I don't know. Yeah, I don't yeah, think it's a big deal. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I would have. I, I feel like I'd have more weight with siding with the crowd and understanding their plight if, if I knew what they were saying. I don't know. I think the point's made well enough. I don't really have an issue with this. But... Yeah, no, but I, I, I kind of get where Connor's coming from, though. My Spanish is super rusty. But mine is non-existent. Yeah. So. Yeah, mine's non-existent. Icarumba. Basically, as you left us alone, is the okay. Is right. The, okay. The gist of it, you know. Yeah, which is what I took it as from you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it's the obvious thing to take it as, but um, yeah. So that well, it wasn't a bad issue. I, I do think uh, I think it was a, a little bit rushed and murky as to how it got the heroes to like having the conversations they were having, even if the conversations themselves were very interesting. And it was a bit of a dense read, uh, which is not unusual yeah. for priests. But I was feeling it a little yeah. bit in this one. It, it it says a lot about my week where this might be the best book for me so far out of the three. <laughs> <laughs> it's not true for me, but uh, yeah. that's... or me. I will say, uh, skimming back through it, I was looking at those pages. There's that uh, scene of the lawyer on TV. Mm. I thought that was pretty funny. Uh, oh, yeah, about, yeah, it was. Uh, have they saved you? It was very Incredibles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was getting Better Call Saul vibes from this guy. Or Better Call Saul, def- oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah definitely. that was yeah. fun. Well, class and, action I... lawsuit against vigilantes. Call me now. I like them bringing up, you know, after they save uh, everyone and, you know, the, everything's dealt with on the ground and they're like, well, should we stick around and help out? Some of them want to go say that, well, yeah, we should because, you know, yeah. good good image and stuff. And, and others are like, nah, not our job. First responders, they got this. Yeah. I actually, I really liked uh, Black Canary calling out Superman on that pin because yeah. it, felt, it felt in line with her character to be like, hey, no, exactly. we should be helping these people. Yeah. And I like that this debate was brought up. I would have liked it to to have gone somewhere a bit more, but then sort of like, oh, we're all whisked away to 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 the the watchtower. It's fine. Yeah, action plot. They had to kick in. Yeah, uh, it's like which, well, they 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 answered it for us because oh well, we're we're here now. Which then led to more interesting conversations. It's almost like this could have been split into two issues to let the second one build a bit more and let the first debate have a bit more time to actually debate. Uh, yeah, I, I do wonder is that perhaps a symptom of knowing that. Yeah, knowing when the run's coming to an end, he's only got X amount of issues to yeah, do his, but his thing. I, I don't think so, because I think this is just the way that Priest writes. Because we, we've done yeah, this about Deathstroke before. That's true. Oh, no, and and to true. be fair, he always knew what his, his run was going to be. Yeah. We've been told that before. Oh, so. no, it is true. I, I'm just wondering, like, if he did have an extra issue for his run, would mm. we have got that split into Yeah, yeah and, I mean, maybe his story... Yeah, maybe his story Ooh. ideas would have worked better with another issue or two, and he's just, like, making the best with what he's got. But Yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah, I don't know. There you go. That's just a sleek. So, uh, so some definitely good things in there. It's not like a bad issue, but there's definitely some criticisms yeah. to have uh, with, mm. with various very songs. And that, that final page is beautiful. It's, it's a great big image. Yeah, and we're uh, getting Saigon spe- next, so we're getting into some magic. Especially since it's uh, two, you know, it's the rain frost who are saving the day. It's just two, mm-hmm. you know, sea listers, you know, doing this big, like, yeah. larger than life thing. I think that's quite a mm-hmm. cool idea. Uh, 
Alright, so let's move on to Green Lantern's number 42, Tim Seeley writing V. Kenneth Marion on the art. Uh, obviously, we're still in the superhuman trafficking uh, business, uh, as we have been. And a lot of this is the Lanterns basically pretending to be like converts to this religion. The Order of Steed, mm-hmm. I believe it was. Uh, Order of the Steed. Yeah. And I just I'm just opening the book, and every time I open a book, I'm getting that Bendis' coming page, and I'm just kind of giggling to myself <laughs> a little bit. Uh, so, yeah, so Order of the Steed, and they basically lanterns aren't allowed to go in there. It's, it's basically religious, like uh, holy yeah, ground, yeah. And yeah. They're, they're not allowed to like just bust in there without permission. It'll take time. But if you go in as religious converts, wanting to be you know taken yeah. to Valhalla, for the lack of a better phrase. Uh, you will you'll get get in so so Simon and Jess do this and I, I like how I mean Jess asked Simon like hey like is this okay with you because you're actually pretty religious you know whereas mm-hmm. I you know I've not been to church since I was a kid I don't give a shit <laughs> I don't care yeah. I'll pretend whatever okay uh, Jessica becoming the most relatable lantern by far <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Jess is great uh, but no so we have all that we have have them her her, her getting anxious on the, the ship because they're actually traveling on a ship. Uh, in like a public transport in space, mm-hmm. and she starts feeling a bit iffy because you know her, her, her agoraphobia. Confined all the rest space, of it. lots of people. Yeah, yeah. They're uh, singing, and she doesn't like what they're singing. You know, it's all hokey. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And you know, we have this whole thing where again they're teasing the joke where she's about to tell him. Oh, by the way, that dating app. You know, I'm going. It picked, and then you know they get interrupted before. Yeah. Which uh, dating app has totally been taken over by this, you know, uh, cult. Mm-hmm. So. Even if those were the right, you know, I I feel like they're the story is gonna be like they mess with results or whatnot. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I still think it's gonna end up being like a just a joke they'll laugh about, and it won't actually yeah, tell yeah, us. Yeah. But uh, it's kind of also, a sweet moment though, because he's holding her hand to try and help her with the you know the stress of the moment because she's like freaking out. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. All that said, I love a good cult story. You throw, of course you do. Throw, yeah, throw our good guys in against a cult, and ah. Uh, I love it. Yeah, so, basically, the fact- basically, basically they get in, yeah into the planet and they, they start green lettering up and all of the kidnap heroes have got like chips in them or whatever to main, be main controlled. So they're all fighting the, the heroes. In fact, at one point, Jess is like, I'm just doing a quick little bit of uh, brain surgery and you can just see the green light again or again this person's ear yeah. as she's like yeah, yeah, taking yeah. out the chip. And I'm like, oh, that's going to take a while, but okay. <laughs> we'll um, do that. So I thought this was just like an alien word. I didn't even think about like a steed being like you know a horse or something that's ridden on i just thought oh it's the church of the steed it's like it's a weird alien sounding i i I have literally never been on a horse and i am very familiar with the word steed to mean horse yeah (laughs) yeah matt had a bit of a moment it seems like a moment yeah no i was just like when they said church of the steed it didn't click whether they're going to the horse head nebula like (laughs) and then they did i was like oh Oh, <laughs> oh Steed! <laughs> Hello, Megan. And then, yeah. <laughs> perfect. Uh, uh, but but just this, this whole guy who's basically their pope and and what he's doing and he's just grabbing at power. And this is what I wanted out of Green Lanterns. I said this last week with Helen Pals. They're doing space cop stuff. Mm. Like yeah, there's a little bit of the space opera going on, but people are showing up missing all across the sectors, and so. They're gonna go there and recover. Yeah. And, yep. you know. and here's the thing: I was, uh, I'm kind of, and again, I'm sure this will play even better if you've actually read uh, Omega Men. But I yeah. actually think the uh, the character, what's his name, Scraps, 
Yeah. Uh, actually, I was kind of digging her in this issue. I'm starting to get more Do of a vibe of who she is, and like her kind of like, yeah, I, I'm a hero, but I'm a badass vigilante hero who's going to shoot people yeah. in the face. Uh, shoot people in the face and then steal their money. Yeah. Because I need so, money. So yeah. she's, she's a better Jason Todd. Basically, yeah. Uh, but a space Jason Todd, which is even better. Uh, yeah. And you know, because we have the end of the issue, she's like going in guns blazing, and she's like, and she actually brutally kills like two of the guards. She's like, you know, they're, they're down and out, but she's like, nah, double tap, <laughs> like you're dead. Well, she's like, I'm not a space cop. Yeah. I'm not, you know, I don't have to preserve life. That's not my my job. And she goes, it makes me definitely want to read Omega Men now to yeah. see. So she's basically what the, this. She's, what she's the '80s action vigilante version of a space yeah. black, I guess. But uh, the big, the big thing at the end is that she, she comes in, she gets the night pilot, uh, and again, you know, Baz throughout the issue is very, very concerned about the night pilot. He wants to get to her. Oh, uh, and then you find out the Durlins are involved mm. in the shape changers, and like they're being sent out as bait. So basically, mm. they create this this profile. Yeah, it's just your needings, and then that's the last time anyone sees you. Yeah, it's because Night Pilot on a date with this one dude, and then he like kidnapped her, because because that's the yeah. thing he's, he's taunting Baz like, oh, how what's it like to be fighting the guy who was who was picked over you? And, yeah. You know, there's, there's yeah, there's a lot, a lot of stuff there. But she gets to Night Pilot, and Night Pilot's now under control of the steed as well, uh, and that's the big cliffhanger. And it's like, okay, well, well, scraps just shoot her because she doesn't care. <laughs> or she, yeah, or, she, she doesn't give a shit. Yeah, or or, or, or does she have enough honor? She's like, no, I'm not going to kill people. Just be mind controlled. Like you know, I have to. Yeah, maybe. But I don't was... know if she's trying to kill her. I think it's fair game, right? Like we don't know what we know. Yeah, she, she might be. It's kill or be killed for all. Yeah, yeah. it could be. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. Which could raise uh, some conflict with Baz and her. You know, that could be. Yeah, a thing. yeah. Exactly. I, I will say, Jess's ring continues to be a delight. Oh yeah, yeah. great. With the the naming of the the saddle device. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's having some fun. Yeah, yeah, the, the main control thing is just a saddle device and the, the yeah. people of the horses. Uh, that was the other thing as well, yeah, when uh, Night Pilot's been spoken to uh, by, by the steeds, like, ah, oh, some people are the, the, the raiders and some people are the steed. <laughs> and I was like, it made me feel gross. I know. And that yeah. was, the I think, the point of it. And again, that's why I love cult stories, just because you can make these people just be so nasty and you yeah. get, yeah. yeah. Anyway, we finally in a book then. We're all pretty positive this week. Yeah. That's nice. Pretty solid. I yeah, like since that. Sealy took over, it's been... I don't want to say it's been up and down. It's mostly been up, but... I it's... think it's... I don't think it's hit the highs that the other book... You know, the, the previous run did. And it's been very consistent, though. Yeah. And I like what he's doing, though, with, yeah, with these characters, I... these worlds, and... I think it started stronger than the previous run. We'll see where he goes uh, after, you know, a couple of years of books. But... Yeah. Yeah. It, it's been... Cons- generally consistently good other than like a couple of things here or there in the last arc hmm. but uh, I haven't like I don't outright love the book either it's not like yeah. one of my favourites but it's dependable I'm just I'm happy to be excited about the Green Lantern universe again because after John's left and when Vidi took it over like both books I was just like oh, I can't and so now that I'm excited and it's like the first book I, I jump to I wonder, I wonder how many times Matt said that essential the same thing since we started this show, since since Green Lanterns has been good, like how many like, times you said, "Oh, I'm glad I like Green Lanterns again," because ever since John's yeah. left, <laughs> yeah. Well, that was it. Like that was my the Blackest Night era. That was my jam. Like Superman wasn't doing much, and you know, I was and Batman was fine, but Green Lanterns was that excitement, page turning. Mm. You know, that was, was the, the the core part of the universe that people. Went yeah, to. yeah, exactly. yeah. That was the exciting place for a time. Um, 
All right, so we'll, we'll move on. We'll move on to Green Arrow number 38, the final issue of the Benjamin Percy run with Johnny Faraya oh, on the art, yeah. who's been one of the main artists. I'd probably go as far as say he's the main artist overall now because I think Schmidt's yeah. not been doing as much recently. Uh, no, since it's since it went single, single. yeah, yeah, it's actually basically been Faraya with maybe the odd fill in between arcs or whatever. But mm. uh, so yeah, so the final issue is the court case. Oliver's making speeches. All of his Justice League friends all help out in some small way. Cause, ah, because it doesn't make him look like he's Green Arrow at all, does it? I, I know, I know. God. It's so obvious. It, I, I expected him not to jump forward. I expected him to unmask at the end. So, so did I. I, I, I yeah. was expecting yeah. him to just say Because at one point it says, I have to tell everyone here on the jury today. And then it was the page turn. And I thought the next page was going to be, yeah. I am the I'm, Green Arrow. Yeah. You, you've actually got Superman showing up going, keep going, Ollie. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. You're on first name terms with Superman. But, I think this is pretty clear. I, do you know what I love about it though? I do love that the first one's Batman because it was actually it did actually was a nice surprise because you're thinking, yes. oh, they've got the other lawyer's daughter. He's going to be forced to like yep. play dirty. And, like, what's going to happen? And then you just see like the, the bad guys with the daughter like get taken down, and you just see Batman come out of the shadows. It's like, no, nah, it's taken care and of. I love her selfie with that man. Yeah. Oh, that was good too. Yeah. It's a great frame. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's great fun. Uh, so that's like a good half or so of the issues, the court case, and all the all these various teammates helping out, uh, and then of course the the missing girl who's presumed dead shows up and is like, oh by the way, I'm alive. <laughs> so yeah, case dropped basically. Uh, and I love that they hit that Kate Spencer also buried that body. I, I know that was super dark. Finished. Yeah. Before the court started, like I know she, she, because obviously we saw her like defend, defend the girl last yeah. issue, and she shot the guy. But you, you see this quick flashback of her like burying the body and having blood in her hands, literally having blood in her hands. <laughs> and um, like, and I hope this uh, leads to her becoming Manhunter. Like, mm, I yeah. could see it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, why not? This is, this is the path to go on. I, I will criticize this in in some ways for feeling like it's. Kind of just resetting the table, like yep. oh, okay, we're, we're back to Seattle again. Yep. Yeah, that is actually the only thing I, f- I feel like I wanted to stay Star City just because I can I associate Green Arrow with Star City. I, I thought it was kind. Of, I, I remember criticizing at the time it was kind of clunky the way that the whole city just kind of went along with it. Yeah. But eh, if that's what it takes, if it's it, it was done, let's just move on. But now yeah. we're back again. Yeah, I mean, this is this, this whatever. I, it I is. never, even under Lemire, I didn't like that he was based out of Seattle. Uh, I, I like that DC have their own cities, cities. you know. And he, yeah, in each character, kind of like each of the big characters have their city. That's yeah, like, so like from, yeah. Like, yeah, you could make Coast City San Diego, but you know, it's not cool San Diego, is Coast City, Coast Central, Keystone, Gotham, Metropolis, Midway, yeah. Opal. There's more. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, the, you know, the list goes on and on. It goes on, yeah, frankly. Yeah. Uh, but hey, so, uh, so then we have the sort of the epilogue part of the book, which is basically, he's got the company back, he's setting up all these things, he's set up a, a Dinah, like, basically, youth hostel in her name to, like, help kids and, mm-hmm. you know, all these things, and he's going around, he's, he's putting in affordable housing in the jungle. It, it, it basically looks like a, a series of treehouse apartments, which I actually think would be really cool to live in. I'm like, yeah. yeah well, I would live in one, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Uh, you've got the cool uh, like scrap sculpture of Green Arrow at one point. Yeah, the, the, he brought the train it? back. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, the bullet train thing that was like super fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah all that stuff. You got that great. Obviously, the art's fantastic throughout. You get that great double page spread where he's got his Green Arrow family, which is, you know Emmy, Black Canary, yep. Diggle, uh, and what's his face Fife, and then 
you've got the Justice League. Which, by the way, I didn't notice Cyborg is there on the Justice League thing, right? And on, on that bottom half of the dull page spread. But he's the only one in the league that didn't have an issue with him in that previous arc. And he's yeah. the only one in the league that didn't help him this issue. Yeah. Again, Cyborg being the left out. He's just kind of Justice there. He's like, oh, yeah. he's supposed to be on the league. Even though the actual Justice League doesn't have Hal on it right now either. It's just Simon and Jessica. Uh, but uh, Just uh, just to call out the art a little bit on that. Uh, uh, there's, you know, the Flash is there twice. And I get it. It's always being quick and he's moving. But it kind of just feels like he's there to fill out the image in the back one. Because otherwise it's empty space. <laughs> Yeah, you could just move Cyborg down though if you wanted to cover you that. You could, but I, I don't know because uh, he's front and center at the bottom right, and it's like okay, that makes sense. And then oh, he's at the back as well. I want the back's Wally. Deal with it. <laughs> uh, fine. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure Ollie has a, a rich history with with this Wally. That's not Wally. That's a different suit. I'm not, gonna, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to these people, Pete. It was a man. It was a joke. Just calm down. Calm down. Stop correcting no. things. Don't, don't be like Connor. Let it slide. <laughs> well, now that you said that, um, <laughs> I was also kind of hoping that the, the guy he fought on the rooftop was Richard Dragon, just because I would love for that to come back. But mm. some dude named Draken. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And I like how Dinah. Also, at one point, the, the judge was called Judge Grell. Of course, Mike Grell okay. wrote the big run yeah, of Green Arrow. Yeah, he's been there before. He's been there since, from the beginning. He has, but I just I, yeah. I, I read it again here and I went, oh, I Grell. Yeah, yeah. very good. And, yeah, my, my only other criticism that I genuinely have is I'm not a fan of the last page. Uh, why? I get, I get what it's doing. So you turn you know, the final caption and it uses the, the cover of the, the rebirth issue. Yeah, it's a big close-up of his face with the arrow. And, and it's I like, get what it's doing. It's like, hey, look, full circle. This is where we came from. And it's him ending the the, 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 the narration saying, you know, he's, he's this, he's that, but the final line is as a hero, which is yeah. not just this, yeah. I get it, but... I really would have liked just a new image of this. So, you know, Fry, just go uh, draw a new big page of Ollie as a hero, rather than just u- reuse the same one. Um, I don't mind it. I'm fine with it. I get it, but I, don't, I just don't like it. It feels. It, it feels. I know it's not this this reason, but it feels lazy. When, oh when no! I oh, yeah, I don't think it's being lazy. I, I think it is. It's supposed to harken back. Well, it's kind of like when a TV it, show gets to hundred episodes and they want to reference the first episode just to feel nostalgic, kind of thing. Yeah, I get this it. Is, this is, I feel like a new version of this would have worked better for me. Well, it is a new version. I mean, yeah, I was so going to say, how do you know it's not? not it isn't a new drawn version? Because I just, I just pulled up the Green Arrow Rebirth cover, and yeah. he has a longer goatee. And he's smiling on this one now. I, I so, just like when I say a new version, I don't mean of the same drawing. I mean yeah. of the of the style of you know a, oh. a new image. Well, of yeah, it. but then how could you even say it's remotely lazy then if you know you redraw it, redraw it as, some, as a new version? Because I, I just if, if I mean it feels like you you know you take that version, you change it a little bit, and there you go. It feels lazy in the not just in sense of the drawing, in the sense of it's a, an easy way to close it off. Of like, oh, hey, look, this is it. back to the start. It, it feels like that to me. I, I actively like this. I think this is a positive yeah. choice. And not not just because... Not, not to just defend it, because I think Connor's being harsh. I actually think it's a good choice. Yeah, fair enough. It, it yeah. doesn't work for me. I, I, I get taken out of the moment, personally. And so we're back to Ollie. Like, this is where yeah. this whole journey from New 52 has led. We're back to the... Loud mouth, liberal. Well, do you like the, the final Archer. page, Matt? Do you like it calling back to the first issue? Yeah, I have no problem with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah I like it. Yeah, fair enough. And he's smiling. He's happy. Yeah. Like, um, yeah. No, that's, that's a cool touch. I always like that. I like when uh, you, know, you you reference the start of something. I, I, I go to TV more often because TV does it uh, more frequently, but 
You know, I'm thinking, you know, Giles repeating his line in the final episode of the hit television show Buffy the Vampire Slayer that he said way back at the start of the show or so on and so forth. I think that, that's the thing. Those sorts of things don't bother me as much when it's when it's this, this is the entire final page. This is the image to leave it on. I want something unique. Nah, this is I don't want could've... just I don't want just okay, well this is this is where we started, but we're slightly further Yo, along. Percy legit bookended his rebirth run. Uh, yeah, that... I'm not mad at I that. I get it. Uh, just... Honestly, this is a weird complaint to me. I don't get it at all. Yeah, I, I, I don't even know how to defend against it beyond what I've said already because I just uh, think it's so it, weird. it just doesn't work for me. I guess I I, I turn it and go Ugh, okay. Because <laughs> you no, because this is the thing. Before I read this, you said, "Oh, I'm curious to see what you guys think of the last page of Green Arrow this week." And I, I was like expecting some weird twist at the end, and I was like, I got to it and went, oh, "That's pretty cool." What's he complaining about? Ollie <laughs> 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 oh, pulls off a mask and reveals himself to be Tommy Merlin. <laughs> Like, <laughs> no, Scooby Doo. He pulls off the full face. He pulls off the full face, and he's yeah. like, "Yeah, it's me. It's it's. Yeah. I used to be Raj Al Ghul, and like, yeah. I don't... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, so that's Green Arrow. So it's end of a run. Obviously, it's been a pretty great run. Uh, obviously, it's like seventy issues if you include. Well, not seventy, but fifty. Fifty. 52. If you if you include the previous uh, New Fifty Two stuff, but even on its own rebirth stuff, uh, this would probably make a hell of an omnibus. These thirty issues yeah. in one big chunky book. Yeah. And we don't and we don't know who's taking over. Yeah. Not yet. We know we've got a couple of months of fill-ins and we're, we're, and it's probably d- deliberate because they want to start the new run when everything else after no justice starts. I that's my guess right now is why they've Yeah, that'll back. be the next phase of whatever DC's line is, yeah. the next initiative. Rebirth phase two, I guess. Is yeah. what we'll call it. It'll probably have a new name, I'm sure. Eh, I don't know if it will. No? Because because to me we're not actually out of rebirth until Doomsday Clock's done. So no, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I don't know. Just it feels so much like a, a fresh shake-up that they might go with a new name. I, I don't think initiative. so because they just rebranded all the issues to the, the, the corner boxes. So I don't think they're going to do a big rebranding thing where they've got okay. like, titles and all the things. Uh, and I, I don't feel like they need a name because they've already announced a couple of things and they've not named it anything. Yeah, no, no, I mean true. I could be wrong, but like I, I feel like it'll just be no, no. no we're, we're this is a creative shake-up, but we're not like doing you know all yeah. new, a fresh start. Boogaloo, um, Marvel, two bollocks. <laughs> anyway, uh, so shall we? Shall we move on? That'll take us on to Nightwing number forty. Sam Humphrey's writing, Bernard Chang on the art. We're back to the Nightwing versus the Judge, the Untouchable arc, uh, which is the whole run, seemingly <laughs> given what we found out uh, last week. <laughs> yeah, but poor uh, Humphreys. I know, poor Humphreys. Uh, but that's this is this is the thing. So, so Nightwing was left at the bottom of the ocean. He basically picks a fight <laughs> with a, a giant octopus. So, I think I think it's a squid. A giant squid. Whatever it's it was. A squid. Elongated head. Yeah, it's a squid, right? Yeah, yep. forgive my forgive my lack of uh, my sea life knowledge, but uh, mm. yeah. So so he basically picks a fight so that will crush the chair that he's in, so he can get out. And he's he's got like suction marks all over his body, like when he's he's, he's like out of the water later on. I thought that was kind of funny. So over the yeah, top. I thought it was cartoony, but not in like a good way. Mm. I just I feel the That's tone's fair. been all over the place with that- this judge arc. Yeah, um, here's, here's the thing. I actually really like the second half of the issue. I think yeah, when Nightwing's gunning for him, he's going in the motorbike through the casino and he's going through yeah. the, the League of Adlamacine Assassins. There's, there's that moment in the elevator where the judges get in the one and Nightwing's coming out the other. Yep. It's a really nice page of like sequencing. So, so basically everything after Baby Ruthless. Yes, yes. Baby, Baby Ruthless uh, was a reminder of that horrible flashback that I did not like. I didn't want any of that. 
I still don't understand why her character's there. No, I'll tell you why. It's it it feels like something when this was planned to be at some point a significantly longer run, and this was going to be a new member of the supporting cast. Mm. But now we're not getting that run. It just feels like okay, there's a weird side character for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I kind of agree with that. Uh, I like the second half a lot because the second half feels like it's just sort of like it's really well drawn it's good action Nightwing I mean his voice is right of course as it's been uh, and I, I feel like that's just kind of following up in the stuff that I, I've liked in this, this it's run. got a great pace to the action pace yeah, yeah. great pace because uh, it's intercut with a judge and yeah. we're hearing this horrible story of how this casino owner uh, wanted to build his casino so he like kidnaps someone they, they, they tried normal things like bribing and stuff to get the families to move out yeah. of the neighbourhood and then they kidnap someone accidentally they ended up killing him uh, and then the father went nuts because they framed the uncle, so he killed the uncle and he killed his wife and he killed everyone. It's this yep. tragic story, uh, but he got what he wanted. And you know, we, the we judge had... finds it hilarious, though. Like, oh, he does. Yeah, he's got a sense of humor. That dude, he's been such a good villain. Like that's mm. it, it's weird that Nightwing. I feel like he doesn't have his own. Like yeah, there's blockbuster, but outside of that, he really doesn't have any memorable villains. I hope this one sticks. I really like. Yeah, keep but, something from the run at least. Yeah, I, I would yeah. like that as well. Uh, I, I think this issue was... I mean, overall, I think it was pretty good, and I think the second half is what makes it really strong. Uh, yeah. And that's like up to the standards of, say, the first two issues and the fourth issue of this arc. Uh, obviously, the third one was that horrible flashback issue. And then the last issue, uh, I still thought it was good, but definitely was a bit more murky in how it was telling its flashback story with a judge. and. Yeah, I, I think the first half of this isn't bad it's just inconsistent yeah with, with just, what i want from this run. there was a way that they could have done that still with this you didn't need the squid though like i expected guppy to show up and help him out mm. and be like i wasn't in control i don't like this now my dad's gone i want to get the judge you know and then it, it takes him from being this pathetic character who has no agency in his life to like actually being proactive and, and instead, you know, you want to flush out his supporting cast. No, I, I agree. And instead, we get this random, randomly really cartoony thing, which would be fine, except it doesn't really fit the tone of what most of this judge no. arc has been, which has been dead serious. The judge is a super big threat, and he's making people do all these exactly. awful things. Uh, so, no, I agree with that. That, that is, would have been is, a quick fix. Is next issue the last? Uh, April's issue is the last one. Yeah, because yeah. I was just saying, it says next final judgment, so that sounds like, you know, end of the arc. Yeah, I think okay. if, if I remember correctly, because we we've had solicits for April, but not May, right? Because isn't Percy taking over? Percy's taking over in May, because we're getting fill-ins in April, I think, okay. and then Percy's taking over in May, yeah. We must have had the ones for May, right? Cause... We did, we did, but it's good. I was, I, was, I was trying to, in my mind, figure out what was happening in April, but I'm remembering there was two fill-ins, and then it's going single shipping with Percy in May. Yeah. That's uh, it. But yeah, so no. I mean, overall, I still had fun with the issue. Um, even if it's it's not got the because that first couple of issues, man, I, I was like so high in this yeah. this. Oh, arc I this thought run. this was going to be the next great run of Nightwing. And it's yeah. just it's kind of it's, it's stumbled here or there. It, it it's bounced back every time it's stumbled, but it's not bounced back to the exact same. It's because like, it, it loses its momentum yeah. and it it comes back, but it doesn't come back quite as strong. It just mm. it just loses something every time. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm looking forward to the final. Hopefully, it'll be a, a good fitting thing because I, th- I still think this will make a solid trade when you uh, put it all yeah, together. Yeah, hopefully, it's, it's gone from though. Like I say at the start, this could be okay. One of the greats. This is the, one of the, the the Nightwing's things that you go. Yeah. Okay, that's that's something to read. Mm-hmm. Whereas, yeah, sure, you can check out that trade sometime if you want to read something like a, a fun Nightwing story. 
Yeah, I think I think if the judge ends up being a villain that we can keep around, it'll probably be an important story in establishing why he's such a big deal. But uh, yeah, yeah. But hey, I don't know. But, but, but I mean, hey, it wasn't it wasn't super bad or anything either. So uh, we'll move on then to Deathstroke number twenty nine. Christopher Priest once again writing uh, Diogenes Neves on the art, and uh, this is us finishing off the Chinatown part of Defiance. That was really weird. On the title page, it says Chinatown conclusion Defiance final part. <laughs> I'm like, which one? Yeah. Take your pick. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is the case of Defiance being the overarching stage of the book and Chinatown being this arc. Uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm losing steam on Deathstroke. Like, it's just this issue. Oh, uh, I enjoyed this issue. I did not. <laughs> hey, uh, I, 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 I thought it was fine. Uh, I didn't love it, but I, I was, I was into it well enough. Yeah, I didn't love everything, but I thought it was pretty solid. I didn't think it was any, any worse than any other issues. I, I liked that there were, I liked some of the moments in it, but just the the build to that reveal, which we'll get to, I'm sure. I was just kind of like, what? I mean, you it know? was mainly, mainly an action issue because you had. Um, I have, do you know what? This is the problem with so many characters and plots that this book has. That I, what's the dude's name? The uh, the one who's got the girl and he's the the villain to over the gang. The, oh, the gold God. suit. White 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 lotus. Mm, yeah, like so. He, like he, so he, he's got he's got the the girl and you know Deathstroke shoots her and it's, but it's just a rubber bullet. Blah blah blah. Uh, but it comes a big action thing because basically Tara's pissed at what Deathstroke said to her and she feels. Yeah. You know, used and abused, so she just basically starts yeah. going nuts, like ah, it was, you know, and yeah, so, I like that. So, so, so Terra, so is going nuts, trying to fight him, uh, and then, you know, Icon shows up in his big, you know, deformed state. He joins the fight. Uh, new Superman shows up and joins the fight. It becomes a big, you know, rambling action issue, basically, uh, yeah. for for the bulk of it, um, and that was pretty much it. So. It wasn't as complex as some previous issues. Um, you had Rose kind of uh, basically kissing her husband. Because <laughs> up until now, it's been like a fake marriage, essentially. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I still don't understand the Rose Willow thing. No, she seems to think she's possessed by mm-hmm. someone yeah. else. This I ancient guess, I woman. guess. Yeah, I'm not because following Because she picked that up the sword well. that was planted for her by Deathstroke because it's the only thing that could kill Deathstroke. But somehow there's a soul of a ancient Hmong woman trapped in it. I have no idea what yeah. I just said. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I will not defend that too and that's, much. Yeah, I really that's won't. my main problem with this part of this story. Is Up to this point, I was like, oh, cool. Rose is striking out on her own. This is weird. And then we had that reveal with, with Tara where she's just like, Rose? And never once did we ever think that Rose was this willow girl going around Chinatown. No ending people and now here he complicates it even more by adding like the split personality that's never been really addressed i, I, I kind of liked it in the last issue when it revealed that she may have been the one that killed Antoine. like i, I thought that was yeah. like a cool little I like twist that. like like she did what she had to do because she was part of um what, what's their hydra not it's not hydra but um hive I know, uh, so what are you going for? So so, and then this was how she was dealing with it. Like this was a a psychotic break episode. Oh no, I didn't, I didn't read it like that. I read it as though she was this other personality when she killed Antoinette. That it wasn't Rose, uh, Rose that killed her. 
That's yeah, what I agree with that. That was what was interesting to me. But yeah. I think the it, her just being possessed rather than having it be like a like a psychotic break. Yeah. it makes it less interesting to me. Yeah, but then it's a case of is she possessed or does she or is she just? Oh yeah, that's true. I don't know. That? Like, is that just her way of coping with it? It's like, oh, it must yeah. be that. But she's actually not. She's just got a split personality. Yeah, it could be that. That's more interesting to me if that's the case because I yeah. think the twist plays better where it's like this, this thing she personally has to fight as opposed to having to fight off a of possession which is not really something that feels like it's part of this this run or this world. It's just like a, a shoehorned yeah. in horror concept I mean, that's from elsewhere. Right now, we only have her word for it. That's true. So I'm not taking that as gospel just yet. Uh, and they basically beat Deathstroke and Deathstroke goes to Arkham. Yeah, I, <laughs> I can't I drop the really car like on it. Uh, oh yeah, I mean, finding out Deathstroke's in Arkham's pretty nice. That works. Yeah. When we find out that Billy that he's been talking to you actually wasn't an implant. Yeah, yeah. Icon and which, it's which I actually really like. I, I like that. Oh no, that was never a thing. He's just been talking to himself. He's going crazy himself. Yeah. Uh, if anything, though, my only criticism is that it feels almost too similar to finding out Rose has a split personality and she's becoming someone else. And I, I wonder if that's intention. It's supposed to be you know like, like father like daughter. It's supposed, uh, maybe maybe it's going to be like the, it's again, a, the genetic trait. Reading, rereading this Teen Titan stuff, and there's that subplot of Deathstroke and Ravager mm-hmm. early on, and I forgot how much of that, you know, that that Priest is pulling from that mm-hmm. relationship, and you know, her not being raised by him, and you know, she, yeah. So that that's all good, but again, the, the personality stuff. I'm just like, no, I think I'm I'm very much looking forward to the next dark because the next is the the Batman versus Deathstroke. It yeah. feels like it's going to be okay. This is back to basics. This is pared down. I this hope is so. dealing with Deathstroke's internal issues, essentially. Yeah, because it's probably going to have him talking to his fake Winter Green in his head, like while he's fighting Batman and various. And it's going to be uh, him getting over it by the end, or uh, ultimately getting over it, or he'll he'll accept it and go, "No, this is fine. I'm okay with this being just me." But it's it's almost just he'll have it as company, even yeah. though he knows he's crazy. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I can see that. Yeah, no, no, I like this more than Matt did. Uh, although yeah. I do think the book has too many things spinning at certain times. It, almost to the point when New Superman jumped into the fight, I went, oh yeah, he was here the last couple of issues. Yeah. No, I agree. It's, it's why I'm looking forward to the next arc, because it seems like it's going to be paired back. And you're, oh, okay, yeah. we Hope can so. kind of hone yeah. in on Deathstroke. Yeah, I think it just needs to like calm down a little bit with all the things going on at the same time. I mean, I know Priest likes to play the long game, and that's great, but he almost does it a little bit too much with certain things. Yeah, this has been yeah, a hell of a long game. I would love to see his idea board and just the oh, threads that connect to each other when this is all said and done, just to see you know yeah. what what worked and then what got to a point where he couldn't work with it because it's so elaborate. I don't know. Yeah. All right, so we'll move on then to the last book of the week, which is Batman White Knight issue six, uh, Sean Murphy uh, writing and art. So. Um, Gordon, the GCPD, along with Nightwing, and originally Babs, but Babs kind of opts out uh, when the conversation yep. gets going about how they're going to do it. Uh, it's basically, this is the issue of them taking down Batman. And what's the plan to take down Batman uh, involves an elaborate light trick, along with using a classic Batmobile from the, the movie, the 1989 movie. I mean, there's really cool. enough inspiration from those yeah. movies yeah. already. Yeah, um, and they basically capture Batman, and a big debate is about, do we unmask him? Do we do this? And, of course, Nightwing is dead set against unmasking him. Like, no, that's not... If like, nothing else. He's like, no, Batman's gone too far, 
but we're not yeah. revealing. We're bringing him in, but we're not destroying his life. Yeah, you know. Uh, whereas Babs is that's not enough for her. She's like wanting even more out of this, and she's like, "No, you're crazy for going along with this. We're not going. To, we're you know, he's earned the chance to like atone for what he's done without taking him in like a criminal." Um, yeah. And uh, and Napier is kind of on Nightwing's side. He's like, "No, we're taking him in, but we're not unmasking him. That's part of the deal. We're not doing that." Yeah. Because uh, I guess he doesn't want the myth of the Batman to be, you know. No, because that, that's his driving factor now. Yeah. It's almost as if. Batman was obsessed with the Joker, and now Napier's obsessed with Batman. Yeah, so yeah. I had fun with this issue. Um, I've kind mm-hmm. of made peace with a lot of my problems with it, but I've kind of made peace with it in a way that's like, this is like this is not as deep as it thinks it is. It's not making any kind of point that it thinks it might be. It's just schlock with lots of reasons for things to happen. But the things that are happening are pretty fun action stuff. Uh, you just described why I love Kong Skull Island. <laughs> no, it was just because there was because it was like oh we we need like a, an old analog but it's basically a Pacific Rim. We need one that doesn't run on the on anything digital so that the EMP doesn't take it out. I can steal one and it turns you turn the page and it's the big you know Batman eighty nine Batmobile, which and, is a great design of a Batmobile. And yes, all it is. and all I could think was this is like fan wankery service bullshit. This is, this is, I just, this was, I got so cynical at that page turn. Uh, and I was like, yeah, you're just kind of eliciting reactions because people have nostalgia for this. It's not really any way. I, I disagree with that. List. It's, you know, we're, we're getting what Murphy wants to play with. We, we knew that from the beginning. Oh, sure, sure. But here's the thing. This is the thing. What I've realized is that he has nothing to say with this book. But this is all it is. It's him and a, this is him in a no. toy box playing with things, and I, I, that's okay. I massively disagree with you on that because he's he's playing with the dichotomy of what it is to be good and what it means to serve, you know, a community. It's and, it's too all over the place for me to take it seriously as a as a statement on any of this, though. I, I don't agree. And and you're saying, oh, it's just playing on your nostalgia. Yeah. It's not. I mean, yeah, it plays up the moment a bit because it's like, oh, hey, that you recognize this. This is cool. But yeah. everything there, you change that Batmobile design. Everything still plays just as well. So yeah. why not use a different Batmobile then? Because he probably always wanted to draw that Batmobile. Yeah. Why? Why? Which, which why is not? fine, but it's, it's a light reason. It's not like it's not adding anything to it because it's that Batmobile. No, no, it's not. But it, you, but you're saying, oh, you 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 get cynical because it's that Batmobile. But if you change the Batmobile to something else, I think it doesn't lose anything. The easy the easy answer to why that one is the audience recognizes that from an older time, so we go, oh, that's pre digital, sure. Come on now, bullshit! Well, uh, that, that surprises it's me. It's got like, a turbine engine in it, Pete. Like it shoots. That's not what I'm disputing, that. though. But like, I'm just saying, I don't think this has anything deep going on in the book. I, I feel like, I, I feel like he has nothing to really say. And I've been saying this for the last couple of issues. I've kind of made peace though because the action stuff is really fun. I just kind of enjoy what's happening. You know, Neo Joker firing a big freeze car at the city. Sure, we'll do that. Why not? Let's have fun. Oh, uh, and wrote send Joker. Or and, sure, we'll 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 do. Um, yeah, okay. So Tom is like worked with Victor Freeze's father, who was the design stuff for the Nazis. But Thomas wasn't a Nazi. He took care of Victor Freeze almost like a son afterwards because he cared about him, and that's why Freeze is helpful. Yeah, Project Paperclip started th- through yeah, Freeze. The whole thing, you know, Baron von Freeze and and his Freeze tech, and again, you described it perfectly at the. Uh, the top where it was kind of just like a B thing. Uh, yes, and there's and nothing I, wrong with that. I'm, I'm not trying to put I, it down I, too much when I say that. I'm just saying that I don't think this is some hey, deep analysis analysis you, of Batman. 
See, but that, that's what? where I disagree. When it actually does the things with Batman and the Joker and their relationship, mm-hmm. it is looking at that. No, it, 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 it's pretending to look at that. I don't think he actually I has anything to say about it, though. I, I think it does. Uh, and it, here's my thing. I, I've said before that it, sometimes it feels really off to me. And you've thought, oh, but it's an Elseworld. It should feel different. Here's my thing. I think he's he's he's, he's playing it both ways. He's he's too he's not he's too in the middle because you can have them be completely different and then tell me it's an Elseworld. You can have them be essentially the same characters, but in you know a different out of continuity story, and that that's both fine. But there's times where it feels like oh no, Dick and Babs and ba- and Bruce are being like the Dick Babs and Bruce I think of. You know when Babs is arguing for something, I'm like okay, that's Babs, and when you know Nightwing's saying this, that's Nightwing. Like that's the Nightwing I recognise. Or when Bruce is doing something, that's the Bruce. Way and that's the Batman I recognise. But then a couple of pages later, they'll be doing something that is unrecognisable and feels out of character. I, I think, though, no, this is the thing here is where they're at their core, they're the characters we know, but they're turned up, they're heightened versions, they're taken to extremes of the of the ideologies that they represent. Which is why at times you go, yeah, that sounds like what like what our version would say. But then it goes further, which is where you go, oh, but now it's out of character. Well, that's because it goes so, too far with it to intentionally. Me, Murphy's playing with the archetypes of those characters. So yeah. You know, the most well-defined are Dick and Babs. Even Gordon here. I totally buy that Gordon's like, no, I'm tired of cleaning up after Batman. He's being put away. You know, and that's his driving factor. Uh, So when he does bring him in, and I like the fact that Gordon is like, no, I'm doing this. And, you know, you see him driving blindfolded. You're like, oh, what's going on? Uh, And he leads Batman right into it. I like that he's the one that brings him in. Yeah. I think, Just because, again, their relationship. No, no, some of that works. I, I think he's playing with these things. I just don't necessarily think he has a point that he's making when he's playing with them. Like, he's, okay, so what if Joker's the good guy and what if he's doing this? Okay, fine, but what is he actually saying with that? And also, I, I wasn't super, super keen on some of the, the, the political stuff in the middle when he was, like, you know, basically bringing in Duke and all that kind of stuff. That was kind of the low point of the book for me. Uh, when this works best is when it's being ridiculous alter-world action schlock and it looks gorgeous when it's doing it. And I had fun with all the action stuff. I had fun with the, the giant freeze cannon. Uh, but I, it, this is light B-movie fun and I'm happy with it being that. But that, that's, where, that's, that's the height of it for me. Yeah. Phil and Connor are getting more out of it. Yeah, definitely. Oh, you absolutely yeah. are. Because uh, especially when it gets to the, the freeze and his father was a Nazi and he was working for them and like Thomas Wayne was helping take care of Victor because he was, you know, because Victor Freeze's father was a Nazi and went away or whatever. But like when I got to that, I was like, okay, this is just pure, like, this is 80s movie schlock. Well, well, this is the thing. No, I think it is that, but with depth. Because I think the depth is there to back well, it up. I don't think the it is. The whole thing with Alfred too is like, the reason Alfred was in that state with his, you know, what, what was the disease that was from uh, Batman? Uh, uh, Gregor's syndrome, I think. Yeah, McGregor's. McGregor's, uh, yeah. Right, but he only had enough Freeze stuff to save Bruce because Bruce came in with, with injuries. And, uh, you know, I liked all that, that Freeze is kind of like, yeah, I've kind of always known, but, you know, that's he was never... I like that Murphy understands with, with some of these villains. They're never just about ending batman right his whole thing was about nora and now that he doesn't have nora it's like oh well i'm not going to be mr he doesn't have that motivation anymore yeah so he ended up coming to the other side and so you then you look at joker and he's he's become batman but he's so driven in in the scene to bring down batman that he's lost all other 
you know. Yeah, he's, in, in, he's in the same way that, in, you know, clearly this story is telling us, no, Bruce has lost himself and he's gone too mm-hmm. far into the Batman. And the same is happening to Jack Napier. He has gone too yep. far into <clears throat> pushing this and he's lost himself, uh, which is obviously where the ending, he, he is becoming the Joker again because he's lost who he was trying to be. So the same, that he kind of spills yeah. over. They're the same side. They're two sides of the same coin. Yeah. Here, and I like that he's playing that up. Also, I love how that end where the Joker comes back in. Mm-hmm. That's like the first end of the book where we get proper color, like you know, bright. Yeah. Color. It's like no, the Joker is the the electricity that brings standing it out. It will, and it almost makes me think too that this whole thing, not that it was a play, but it was Joker, you know, letting Jack Napier drive, you know, until the so, time's right. Exactly. Yeah, maybe. And now. Yeah, we'll see. I'm excited. We got two issues left, and to see where it ends up going. But I just really enjoy it. I'm down. I'm loving it. Mm-hmm. That's a fun issue. Uh, I think it says something though. The last like three issues of this, I've 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 squeezed in right before we've recorded everything. Uh, I, I I intentionally saved this first. I saved it for last. last. I, yeah. Usually I don't. Usually I read my favorite ones first. But I saved this for today. To be my hangover cure. <laughs> no, I don't save the best for last. I, I read all the ones I was saying for first, and yeah, then, yeah. and then. It, it, honestly, this week I was like, uh, I read Batman first, thinking, "Oh, that'll be my my, my favorite." <laughs> and, then, and then after that, I was like, "Okay, well, I'll just kind of work through them because none of the others were jumping out as, oh, I'm really excited for this one this week.'" Because yeah, being like, that I read yeah, a lot of week. my books on my break at work, and some people sometimes people don't let me break like they're supposed to. Um, I I can't read the stuff I'm really looking forward to. You don't want to get interrupted. Yeah, exactly. So I save all the top stuff for last, and always white white nights always the last thing I read right before. Yeah. So, so so Batman's in Arkham yeah. and uh, Joker's like coming back. Like, you know Napier starts to turn into the Joker at the end. That's kind of the big cliffhanger. Yeah. Um, yeah, I I think it's fine. B movie slow. I think to give it more depth, I honestly think it would need a co writer to kind of refine some of the ideas and re- refine how it's told uh but when it when it's at its best we you know the, a lot of this is the, the big plan to take him down and the car chase and how that sort of wraps up and then the big ice canning all that stuff i was having a blast with but i am having a blast and a oh these are fun cheesy b-movie concepts that are just going nuts with and i'm, I'm kind of liking it in that level but not in any kind of deep analysis of batman and the themes of batman and joker level so, and Matt's giant ass dog is coming in to interrupt everything. It, it's taken two hours. We finally. Yeah, we, we got warning that this leaves. might happen. Yeah, he just comes in and leaves. He's just like, no, nah, they don't want me. All right, bye. Okay, well, we'll, 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 move, we'll move on. Uh, we'll move on. So that was the last book of the week, which brings us on to picking our favorite stuff of the week. Uh, mm. We do best panel slash moment, best art, best cover, and of course the top five books of the week. Uh, so let's 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 get to it. So. Uh, we'll start with best panel slash moment if folk would like to uh, uh, jump in with that. So Connor, what's your panel slash moment? Uh, so so mine's actually from White Knight. It's the that sequence of the 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 Joker coming back to life at the end. Okay, okay. Um, I think that's fair, Matt. What's your uh, panel slash moment? Lay down. God, is that gonna do any good? All right, hold on. He's laying down. Nope, and he's gone. Um, I was trying to stall because I don't. This week was kind of tough for like standout moments for me. Um, as much as I liked White Knight, I don't think anything really stood out like it normally does. Although that fight between Batman and and Napier, that was pretty good. Mm. Um, 
You know, it's probably going to be from Green Arrow. That page where he's standing with the family uh, on the top and then hmm. the JLA on the bottom. I really like that. That's yeah. how split it is because he's a man of two worlds. That's cool. Um, I think I'm going to go with the the, the Superman uh, John doing all his chores to not answer the question about Kathy because he's embarrassed. Mm-hmm. I, think I like that the most. Uh, I'll give a shout out though to that final page of Justice League though because I, I think it is a quite a big epic moment that I thought was really cool. But yeah, uh, yeah John doing his chores to not be embarrassed about a girl uh, is probably my pick of the week. Um, and then we go on to best cover of the week. Uh, Matt, what you got for that? Uh, so my cover here is Nightwing. I just I like how crazy the judge looks and the fact that they're plunging underwater. Uh, I'm not a fan of the Sea Butcher thing because that was kind of lame, but but yeah, that one really stuck out to me. Hmm. Now, here's the thing. When I'm looking at the covers when we're doing this, mm-hmm. I can only see the, the regular ones. I can't see the variants. Yeah. So unless a variant sticks out from memory. Well, yeah. I also didn't want to be that guy because I already did a, a poison everything last time, so I couldn't go with with, with the variant there without you guys calling me, mm. you know, biased. Obsessed. So yeah, or that too. Yeah. Also, was... the Superman variant. Actually, I'm gonna change mine. Mine's the Superman variant. Is that the, it's the, the the reborn rebirth yep. cover? Yeah. It's the rebirth cover. That. Uh, yeah. That, that's it. That's the Superman variant. <laughs> um. I'm going to go see the Superman variant now to see if I want to pick that. I, I, I don't think I'd notice, but because I didn't really look, I, I typically don't necessarily look at the variants on first, so I'll flick through them later. Yeah. But uh, the big hot girl head. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty funny. Uh, actually, I'm going to agree with Matt. I think that Superman variant's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, it's pretty good. Um, I, I'm going to give it to White Knight. I think it has a really nice uh, design to it. Uh, but who's, I want to give it... now, Matt? Eh? White, White Knight for. Yeah. Uh... Uh, I, I do want to give a shout out to the Justice League cover. I really like the the face off with all the faces down the side. Yeah, it's, it's very it's old 90s. school. Yeah, yeah, it's old yeah. school as shit. Yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, all right, so uh, best art of the week. Um, well, we got a Jan and Batman. We got a Faria Green Arrow, uh, a Murphy on White Knight. Uh, I oh dear. I I'm going to give it to Faria for the final Green Arrow. Oh, okay. I felt like there were there was more fist pumping moments because of the art in that issue compared to and no Jan was great on on Batman of course but there was more fist pumping oh yeah that's a great moment. Oh, I, I saw uh, Fryer talking on Reddit um, saying that he hasn't actually got a project lined up yet uh, oh. but he said uh, he's he's waiting as soon as DC says what he wants him to what, what they want him on he, he'll be there. Okay, okay. DC, ask him. <laughs> yeah. Get, get, get him doing something. Uh, yeah, so I'm going with Faria. Uh, Matt, what are you going with? So, so, usually I go with Murphy for White Knight. Uh, but, but I want to be different, but I can't. I have to go with Murphy for White Knight. I, I was going to say Janet, but I just couldn't. I couldn't make myself. What, what a bluff of a swear of that was. Uh, it was. I usually go with him, but... No, I'm still going to go with them. I really was going to say Janet, but then I couldn't. I was thinking back. <laughs> All right, Connor. Um, I, I'd like to give it to Pariah, you know, last issue, but I don't. It's it's very good work, but I don't think he has any real standout moments in the way that he often does. Uh, not not a symptom of what he, his art is, just a symptom of the script being, you know, this is the wrap up, this is the ending things. So it said, I'm going to give it to Janin. I think he has a, you know, he gets to flex his legs a little bit. 
Oh, that reminds me, actually. I want to uh, change my panel pick just to annoy Connor. Best page is the final page of Green Arrow. <laughs> Triumphant. I, was, I, I thought you were actually going to do that. I legitimately expected that. Nah, nah, I'm, I'm, nah, I'm, I'm just joking. I'm keeping my John pick, but still. I'm, I'm referencing it, because goddamn. Uh, mm. Alright, so... Uh, top five books to me. That should be interesting because we did have kind of a murky week where we're, we're a bit more critical of quite a few of the books and maybe yeah. wasn't like as, uh, as. Can I give credit to six pages of Superman? <laughs> right uh, six. Uh, you can't. You just have to wait up. What does it, what does it average out to once you decide how you feel about the whole book? That's that's, that's what you have to decide, Matt. So, yes. well, I'll give you a second. We'll let Connor go first, and then you can decide uh-huh. what your top five is going to be. So, uh, Connor, top five. Okay, so. Uh... White Knight, top easily this week actually, because uh, I've kind of had a rough week. It's there's nothing, nothing really stood out other than that one. Uh, after that, I'll probably go Green Arrow, Deathstroke, Green Lanterns, Justice League. Matt, yeah, so White Knight, number one. Not gonna break from tradition there. Number two, though, is Green Lanterns. I love them being space cops again. Three is Green Arrow. This is where it gets difficult. Because I guess four is Batman. And then I could make five, six pages of Superman. But that's... Uh, I couldn't do that. I really can't do that. But then Nightwing, uh, the first half of that wasn't fun either. <laughs> I merged two books. <laughs> can I say, you know... Uh, you you cannot, Matt. You cannot merge two books. <laughs> I can't. Uh, Oh man! Just do what I do I every so often. Just, just stop there. Go. No, I don't. No, no others deserve a yeah. top five spot. No, you don't get to do that. Yeah. You have to pick a fifth. You're ranking the top you don't five. Have to. Yeah, you do. I guess I go. Nightwing number five. Top top five is disingenuous if you don't believe there are five worthy of being in a top five. True. No, if you look at five books that way, you're just ranking your five. There you go. Easy. Uh, okay, so yeah, this is a tough week to pick a, a, an outright winner here. Um, I think my number one's probably Green Lanterns, then Green Arrow, then Batman, then then Nightwing, and then I'm going to put Superman number five because even even though yeah, I have two, a lot two thirds of a chore. But that last yeah. chunk was so hopeful for the rest of the arc. It was, but I can't do it for six pages. And it's the best. It's the best I've enjoyed Superman and a good long. Well, that's it. I've been a bit vindictive not putting White Knight somewhere because uh, I did actually have fun with the, the schlocky <laughs> elements of this issue. I'm just kind of yeah, beating you're character. Really telling me that six pages of Superman outweighs yeah. all of White. No, Knight. that's fine. That's fine. No, I'll put White Knight at four and then Nightwing at five. White Knight can go at four. Uh, because, like I say, I, as big dumb eighty schlock with ridiculous ideas, I, I'm having fun with it. This is not a great week, though, was it? Overall. It wasn't. And I think what hurts it more is that last week was so good because last week had like a fantastic Flash, a fantastic Detective. Uh, yeah, I, I really hope next week comes out firing, and you know, because yeah, this I, I feel sure kind of down after this week. Well, here's the thing: we're even if week one's a bit rough right now, uh, we're about to shake up all the books in a couple of months, so we should be we should be fine if it's getting a little bit stale. That, that's the thing. Yeah, I'm kind of at that point where. I, Okay, I'm down for some change on some of these. Yeah, I, I actually think the changes are coming at the, just the right time. And and again, we got to remember it's while it's only been two years or so, 
at least ha- most of these books have been double shipping at least for some period of their lifespan. So we have yeah. got a significant amount of issues, significant oh, yeah. runs out of all of them. Yeah, uh, it's probably the, just the right time to change a lot of them. So uh, obviously we should have hopefully some announcements uh, next week. Uh, yeah, no, no way we'll go another week with, with, without news. We've had like five weeks in a row with proper news to talk well, about. We've had you know, since uh, the, the, the No Justice, Bendis, Jinx, uh, yeah, the are... The, uh, was the Bendis Summer with was that in the same week as the the Jinx World stuff? Probably, yeah. And yeah. then you had Oink and Zoom. Aye. Ink. And you had Black uh, Label this week. Black Label. Uh, you had the Sandman stuff last week. Yeah, it's been, that's, been, that's five. Yeah. Yeah, been a long run of news. Uh, but yeah, so hopefully we'll see what's coming. Uh, hopefully we'll get some announcements by next week with a bit of luck. Yeah, we're not due solicits next week though. They should be the week after. Mm-hmm. So. But we'll, okay. but we'll see. We'll uh, see. So yeah. So so I mean, obviously, there's still good stuff in here, but it, it was definitely a, a a more murkier week for quality than maybe we're we've been used to. It, it, I'll, I'll be honest. This might be the weakest week in a long time. Uh, this this might be the overall. Not counting like the weeks where you only have like two or three. You know, like the, the fifth. Yeah, weeks yeah, yeah. As a general, one of the weeks out of the four, this might be the you know. The, my least favorite in a, in a, in a while. Honestly, it's just bad luck that you know so many of them had sort of murky middle ground issues at the same time. Because normally yeah. you get like one of them. Yes, Batman may have a weaker issue, but we'll have a really good Nightwing that week, and we'll have a good Green Lanterns that it week. It just or... kind of piled up weirdly, didn't yeah. it? Uh, but hey, so so that that is. Uh, I'll tell you what's coming next week. That's what I always do after that. Uh, coming next week. Uh, although I believe metal's been pushed to later in the month, even though it's, it's uh, week four now, I believe. Week four. I, I saw yeah. Snyder tweeting so, that. so we got metal and Doomsday Clock in the same week. That'll be a fun episode. Oh god! And metal's like, four, I think it's forty something pages of story. Yeah, yeah, it's a hefty issue. It's, it's huge. So we're gonna have a fun week four. Uh, but Connor, why are you worried? You're not gonna be. I know. Zoom's like, Shut up! So Shut Clock up! Week. Don't jinx it! <laughs> Shut up! Uh, the billboard construction will be going on outside, so it won't be able to record because it'll be too noisy. No, no. I am, I am making this Doomsday Clock record. I don't Connor, care if it kills me coming. <laughs> By the way, I think for next week I'm going to make a new button for Connor uh, with Bendis' is coming uh, just over his face. <laughs> I'm glad you liked that, man. Oh, I'm glad you liked that. Uh, so, yeah, so coming next week we have I'm Detective yeah, Comics. Actually, 13. Detective Comics uh, 976, Action Comics 999. 999. Of triple digits. I know. The last triple digit issue of Action Comics. Uh, Wonder Woman 42, uh, Flash 42, uh, Mr. Miracle's back with number 7. I'm looking forward to that. Woohoo! Getting big stuff next week. Supergirl 19, New Superman and the Justice League of China number 21. I'm excited for that. We get Sideways issue 2, so we'll see how that ships out. And we also have the Immortal Men issue 1, so we'll see how that is. Well, it was, no. it was originally going to be there. I don't know if it's... it's not there. Well, I say originally. It was there this, when it got pushed. It was originally like in November, and then it got pushed to next week. So I don't know where it is now. I but... Yeah, it's not next week. All right, well, no Mortal Men then, so disregard that. Uh, also, yeah, next week, uh, Batgirl and the Birds of Prey, number 20, Titans, 21, Trinity, 19, Hal Jordan, the Green Lantern, Core 40, Just Leave America, 26, Ragman, number 5, Raven, Daughter of Darkness, number 3, Red Toon, the Outlaws, number 20, and Suicide Squad, number 35. Uh, a lot of books there that don't. Uh... Just, uh, just also, uh, there's a new young animal book starting, uh, Eternity oh. Girl. It's a, a new mini, oh, and cool. the yeah. uh, Green Lantern Earth One. Yeah, it's... boy. Yeah, so uh, excited. That will lately end up being the monthly Patreon episode for April. 
uh, is what we're thinking. We've got another one planned for this That's, month, yeah. but it's probably going to end up being the April book for the Patreon monthly. Uh, uh, so hey, uh, but there you go. So that's what's coming next week, and that has been number, I believe, ninety-four of uh, comics from the multiverse. So uh, yeah, we're getting close to those 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 extra those those big triple. Well, we'll be hitting itself. triple digits just as action leaves. Yeah. We'll hit. Yeah, because like we said, we've said this in the past. Uh, there'll be two episodes that week. There'll be an action comic special just for the one thousandth issue. Uh, probably earlier in the week than we normally have an episode. I mean, that's and then, something we, we should have maybe mentioned. Uh, Tom King did share his entire story he did on yeah. twitter uh i did not read it though i'm saving it for the book i, I, I did not either i clicked on it i looked at the art and went "Ooh, this will be fun and yep. then that's it yeah yep. not waiting for the waiting for the book but uh so we'll have an action comics 1000 special and then episode 100 later in the, the same week so uh and that'll be big as well because we'll, we'll do a little special thing at the end of that because it's episode 100 so uh big things coming up and big changes and events and other things happening we'll, we'll have our own little creative shake-up uh, we're getting rid of Connor. Uh, <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> so, so, thank you for uh, listening or watching. We always appreciate it. Uh, if you want to support the channel and the show, head over to patreon.com slash TV. There's a link in the description. Uh, like we said earlier, you get a monthly bonus episode. Uh, me and Connor do like a trade or a collection every month. Uh, you also... Um, I get to vote every so often on those monthly episodes, for, specifically for the comics. There's also bonuses for everything else we do, but the movies and the TV and stuff. But uh, that's for specific comic uh, and, stuff. And if you happen to uh, enjoy the tease of what we we mentioned about Arrow at the start of what made us laugh so much. Oh yeah, you can find that on a TV from the multiverse. That'll be tomorrow. Yep, probably. yep. That's that's late Sunday, early Monday. We get that podcast up. Uh, but yeah, uh, so that that is us. So. Uh, like subscribe let us know what you thought of the books in the comments all the usual stuff Uh, but thank you once again for watching and listening we always appreciate it keep reading comics guys and always remember to never get lost in the speed force